Hey now, I'm Maui Big Wave Billy, and I'm here in Lahaina, and you're listening to the Titus and Tate Podcast, where all the information you'll ever need is at your earbuds. Here we go. Shine on, heal on, hear on, learn on, play on, carry on, Maui on, Titus and Tate on. Let's go. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the 2022 Maui Gym Maui Invitational Champions are your beloved. And I'm speaking to Tate right now. Yes. Arizona Wildcats. Yes. A team that Tate said would win this tournament did, in fact, go on to win this tournament. The streets are saying Tate knows ball. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Wild Bags. Yeah. Not biased. Not biased yes. at all with that opinion. Um, Arizona in a field that was considered loaded coming in and i still think we'll we'll you know we'll do our our best to, to recap this entire tournament but uh i still think we would consider it loaded coming out of the tournament tate very loaded uh arizona two-point win in the title game against creighton was in control the entire title game um never really broke a sweat at any point in this tournament it felt like like where they were like they, they didn't really ha- they were never really challenged st- to where it was like, I feel oh, like every game they had a 10 point lead to squander. Yes. That, that's a great way of putting it. Like, cause I don't want to disrespect the other teams. And like, you know, if you're a fan of some of the teams there for like San Diego state, uh, cut it to five at one point in the second half against Arizona and, and Creighton obviously lost by two and, and Cockburner had the shot at the end to tie it that he passed up. Um, so like there, there were teams playing them close, but like in terms of, uh, we, we came into this tournament thinking all the a lot of these teams are, are equal. Trying to, to handicap this thing was going to be very difficult. And Arizona comes out of it, in my estimation, head and shoulders above the rest of the field. Dare I say the Maui bump. Yeah. And uh, I think that we're going to talk about all that. But also, I have a question for you. Are we sure that number 13 Auburn is better than number 14 Arizona? <laughs> I don't know. We'll Let's to, ask the voters. We'll have to crunch the tape. I have not had a chance to watch the Northwestern tape. <laughs> So let's I'm give the coaches to, answer. We got to watch the tape. We'll grind the tape and we'll see. Um, but there's a lot to like, man. Arizona, uh, uh, very, very good. We'll talk about them uh, uh, for for a long time, I'm sure. But uh, Creighton, man, I mean, the Creighton answered a lot of questions. That starting for me. five is tough. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, we just got done watching the San Diego State uh, Arkansas game that San Diego State put on a platter and handed right to Arkansas, and Arkansas said, "Sure, we'll yeah. take that." Not only will we take the platter, then we'll smear food in your face yeah. after we eat. Yeah. yeah, that's that's Arkansas. Also pretty that. much yeah. pretty much and then we'll <laughs> leave a big dump in our diaper and and, yeah. and, and we, we might call you some <laughs> some names yeah. after the fact. and then pigs do it baby <laughs> um no but man i was impressed by both of those teams at various points throughout this tournament and Same. i think i think uh you know it, it, if you're San Diego state you lose your last two to go home and and you know you might have a, a, a sour taste in your mouth because of that but you, you look at the big picture man i mean like they have a hell of a basketball team too absolutely ohio, ohio state i i'm feeling good today two straight wins uh you, you know, guys leave on a winning streak we leave on a winning streak us in arizona the only two teams leaving yeah. on a winning streak so people, people are, are talking <laughs> people are saying that um <laughs> Anyway, th- th- this th- this this tournament always delivers. This year, it did exactly that. It was so great to be back on the island. We are going to do our best to recap all of it. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, 2022 Maui Invitational in the books. Um, do, do you have any opening thoughts? I mean, I, I, I was thinking of doing like a wrap-up at the end of, of just kind of the emotions of being back here and, uh, and, and 
I think that's fair. Do we save it for the end? Let's save the okay. let's save the emotions for the end. Okay. Let's, let's start with the basketball because we saw some great basketball this week. And again, we had five teams in the top twenty-five coming in this tournament. We were excited about the field. We were excited about the matchups. And I will say this: I leave here even more excited about this season of college basketball because I think there are that many good teams. I think there are there, there is such a buzz around the sport right now. It's so good, and obviously man. we're in Maui, and, and maybe we're a little bit you know in a bubble, so to speak. But it's On a good, it's a good kind of bubble. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the bubble that I want to be in because it's a basketball bubble, and you got Creighton fans watching the San Diego. St- I mean, you got a whole world of just basketball fans, college basketball fans specifically, right. coming together to talk about a game we all love. And man. It, God, it's so good. Thing. So good going to the bars and having uh, NBA on and like every everybody like, turn, that, like, turn off. that shit off. Yeah, dude. I don't want to see Steph Curry. Get that <laughs> out of here. Can we put the real basketball <laughs> on? Uh, you're absolutely right, man. This sport is incredible, and and at <laughs> times like this, uh, underscore how and why and and all that uh, th- th- that make it so great because. We're, we're what, like four, five, six games into the season? Like, this season yeah. just started, dude. It's like early. None of these games, quote-unquote, none of these games matter, you know? Like they the, feel, this feels like the ne- this feels like we're in, like, the final four. This is the most you know? important <laughs> thing ever, yeah, exactly. is winning. The, like, the, these people are in paradise. Like, we're walking around, and these fans are in paradise, but yet, like, if you lose that day, your day's ruined. Like yeah. Other than Louisville fans. We, we should say, yeah, yeah, yeah Louisville yeah, fans, we'll, they're like, we'll, we understand where we are. We'll get to yeah, the Louisville yeah. part. I mean, my God. but uh, We should have Mike Rutherford on the show on Monday to break down. I think we should. We should. Let's just put that out there. Before we get to the Maui stuff, yeah. Mike Rutherford, if we're putting on the bat signal, we need you. There's the Patino bat signal and there's the Mike Rutherford one, and we need you, Mike. I need to make a new meme of Mike's head <laughs> in the bat signal. And, um, Where was I? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, j- Just college basketball as a whole, man. Like These games aren't supposed to matter that much. It's supposed to be early season. It's supposed to be feeling out your teams. And my God, dude! Like the 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 intensity that the games are played with, the 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 fans are going insane. Literally, um, yeah, yeah, literally. Especially if we're talking about Arkansas, Arkansas fans. Yeah. Um, it, it, the the passion is just like through the roof, and and the Maui bump is real in this regard. I come out of this tournament thinking that there are four top ten teams. Well, I don't know if San Diego, State, but San Diego State, dude, like they. They're better than Arkansas. They, at least they were tonight. They, yes. I know they lost the game, but, like, mm-hmm. come on. They handed Arkansas the game. They were the better team, and Arkansas, you know, that, that's basketball. That's how it works, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. San Diego State was the better team tonight. Yeah. They just and, didn't win the game. And I think and, you're right. I think that there I think there were three sure – I think there are, there's one top five, maybe top two team here. Top one, top, top whatever. one, whatever <laughs> you want to say. But there's, there's a top, 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 top team here. There's two top, top teams <laughs> – and there's one top team. But I guess my point was like the Maui bump is real and the bubble is real and all that because I come out of this thing thinking like I think I may have just saw the four best teams in college yeah, this basketball. This be the final four. Did we just watch the final four? Because it felt like that. And then I'm looking up like the AP poll and I'm like, well, I guess Houston is pretty good. Texas. You know? I guess Carolina, Carolina is pretty good. Texas is Texas pretty good. <laughs> And Virginia, I mean, pretty. And Virginia's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. And yeah. I'm just sitting there like, we were like, we need to see Virginia in Maui. Yeah, yeah. That's what we kept saying to each other. Um, <laughs> so, I, but that's what makes this event so great, man. Is like that. That's it's not by accident that we feel that way. It's not like we arbitrarily come away from Maui saying like these teams are great. Like the Maui bump is real for a reason. It's because the basketball is so high level that you, your, your brain. And I, I, I admit like I get like brainwashed or whatever the term would be like knowing that, um, 
you know, there, there's no way that all four of these teams are top ten teams. They can't, like, the math can't check it. I guess, but but could it? But could it? But could it? And yeah. Like, and like, there's you get you, you just start drinking the the Kool Aid of being on here because the, the the basketball, like, being in that gym, I can't stress it enough, dude. It is like it is Nirvana of the highest order for a basketball junkie. Like, I cannot. I'm telling you, I'm telling you with all my heart. If you are someone who loves college basketball. Do whatever it can. Like I understand, it's a very expensive trip. I I don't mean to, to downplay that. I understand. We're not times being are dismissive hard. about that. Yeah. I yeah, I'm not dismissive about that. I understand it's around Thanksgiving. That can get complicated for a lot of families. Uh, I don't mean to say that like you're a loser if you can't make this happen. That's not my point. My point is like if this is something you've ever thought about doing, if this is something that um, if you have an inkling, if you have an inkling in the means and all of that, absolutely do it. I promise Rich you. Friend. Yeah, rich friend with Whatever a private with a private jet. Um, Evan Turner. If you yeah, have Evan Turner in your life, uh, if if you have the means, man, I like just being back here. Three, we, we're going to do the emotional stuff. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. I said we do. We say this for later. I got sucked into doing it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's do it. Later. Let's right. talk about Arizona. All right, let's talk about the, the, the champs. Let's talk about the the Maui bump. That was the last. Let's thing. talk about Umar Balo, dude, because okay. this dude uh, is balling. You you were you picked Arizona to win it, um, and which isn't like uh, you know this isn't like you know picking you know th this isn't some crazy like mind that take. bird to yeah. win the kentucky i don't know what <laughs> yeah okay but like you know look arizona is one of those teams that at the beginning of the year i said to you we were talking about our wooden award we have our vote for our wooden award one of the names that came to mind to me for my wooden award was tubelis right for arizona but that was all contingent on okay tubelis comes back he gets better yada 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 well folks i'm here to tell you firsthand he's gotten better and uh, not only has he gotten better, his partner in crime on the block, Umar Balo, has also gotten a whole lot better. In oh fact, my he God. might be the most efficient big we've ever seen in college basketball. <laughs> I mean, it, it is the skill level of those two bigs. It, it is unmatched. It was the Doka Azabuki vibes. It, Three years later, but, but back to Maui. But two of them. But yeah. two of them. Yeah. And it was like... Uh, it, it was honestly something to behold. It was something to witness. It was something to watch. And, you know, you have these two bigs. They also bring Visar off the bench, who's also, like, looks like a Walker Kessler clone. Yeah. They run into the game. They have these guards with, you know, obviously Kirk Creese that we all know about. But you got Courtney Ramey, who comes from Texas, uh -huh. uh, who's got a lot of game, who hit a lot of three-point shots, was great in this. Uh, you got Henderson, who is another transfer they bring in, who was great. They have all the pieces uh, Pelly Larson didn't even play well in this tournament, but he's uh, obviously a big piece of this team. Arizona checked all the boxes, and after the after the game, when we do the press conference, we see Tommy Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd is excited about this team. Tommy Lloyd definitely believes in this team, and as much as he can be all shucks about it or whatever, he knows this is a legit national championship caliber team. And I did not know that Arizona was going to be that this year. And guess what? They are. And they uh, are. that that is kudos to the development of these guys. Like Balo, we'll talk about him. But in general, the team itself, they're good vibes. When you're around Arizona, oh you're like, God. these guys, I wish I could be on this team. I wish I could be around this program because they get it. I measure it by how jealous I am that I'm not <laughs> on the team. Yes. Like, I, I, I get mad that like they're having fun and I'm not. Mm -hmm. And um, four, three years ago, I guess I should say, uh, Dayton was that team. Yes. When, we, when we were out here in Maui, I was like, God, it makes me sick to my stomach that I'm not on this. I'm not on the, like, Yeah. How how we'll how am I not on this team? This yeah. is this is so stupid. I belong on this team. <laughs> um I thought that I remember when uh in twenty fifteen I watched like Wisconsin. I watched a few Wisconsin games and then I would kinda 
going to the press conferences where, where you know, Frank Kaminsky and, and Nigel Sam Hayes Decker. and Sam Decker yeah. and Bronson Koenig. And all those guys were, like, having the time of their life. And I get so angry. And I'm like, you guys, I'm, I'm so mad at you. Like, I'm it so should, jealous. It should, this should be me. me. <laughs> this should be me in those seats. <laughs> um, and I'm not afraid to admit that, dude. Like, I get jealous. I do. When, when guys are having fun playing basketball, it makes me sick that I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm too old and, like, you know, yeah. whatever. The game has passed you by. And this Arizona team is having the time of their life, not just on the court, but off the court. The fact that they win the Maui Invitational. The entire team comes into the press room for the yeah. for, or into the media room for the press conference. They're all standing in the back, like cheering on Umar Balo and Kirk Kreese as they're up there at the stand. Tommy Lloyd they're, asking, they're asking questions. questions. Courtney Ramey's the entire questions. team. Yeah, the entire team's back there and giving their commentary. And you know, I'm sure the two Bellis is eating chips. Yeah, I mean, two, he was very unbothered by it. Two, oh, that's dude. We have to cut that. That's a, that might be an NCAA violation, actually. Oh, yeah. He walked in snacks. and just, like, grabbed yeah. a... Those are our snacks. Yeah, he grabbed a... He took he, our snacks. He just grabbed a bag of chips and he started eating it. So we'll, we'll, Better than the Louisville snacks. We'll cut this part because we're not narcs. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, man, and, and they're, they're, they're so... Uh, they're, they're so obviously having a great time, and it starts at the top with the leadership, and Tommy Lloyd is so likable, and he sits down at the chair, and uh, first, his opening statement, he thinks, I thought he won an Oscar. I really did, because like, the way he was just listing every single person that's ever stepped yeah. foot in Tucson, yeah. Arizona, and he's like, yeah. I want to thank this person, this person, this person. Our massage therapist. Yes, yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Went through the list. It every was very Dean Smith. I'm going to tell you this. As a North Carolina guy, I'm looking at Tommy Lloyd, and he's got like a little bit of a Dean Smith, like the way he talks and everything. Yeah. It's very, you know, under the radar. And then he thanks everybody, gives this full spiel. And they have a great we, – we laugh about culture. But, like, if there's ever a team that you could say they have a great culture going right now, it's Arizona. They have an unbelievable culture going right now. It's and a five-star culture. I guess me I, – I thought San Diego State would beat Arizona coming into this tournament because – not not because I don't think Arizona's good or would be good. I thought Arizona had questions they had to find answers for with so much roster turnover and you know you lose Matherin and three Coloco. starters. Uh, yeah, Dalen Terry is like the underrated. Not to Arizona fans who watched him last year, they know how good he was and he might have been the yeah. most important player. But um, nationally, he's like a guy that like losing him I thought might hurt more. And I just thought like going into this tournament. Um, they would they they would need a little more time to fully figure things out to where they before they could be at an elite level where they could win the Maui Invitational because Arizona can play defense when they want to but Arizona as long as Tommy Lloyd is there um, unless something drastic happens between now and the next few years they will be an offensive first team they mm -hmm. will they will they will run and gun and they will be one of the best offenses in college basketball. I had doubts that they could get the offense rolling this early in the season going into a Maui Invitational, going up against a team like San Diego State who plays great defense. I had doubts that, that, that everything could click. My God, it is clicking so fast, clicking. and they are so freaking good. It's terrifying. It really is because th this is not a team that brought everyone back and is like the, a well-oiled machine that's just running it back for another year. This is a team – bringing in Courtney Ramey in a situation where this guy was – like the pseudo face of Texas basketball for so long. Yeah. Um, and he steps into a role where he's not the face of Arizona, but he's not. He, he's the, an additive piece. He's yeah. an additive piece. And he and starts, you, but you, he's not the main guy. And he has to find a way to be, you know, you obviously have to be a huge contributor and they brought you in for a reason. And, and, and you are going to, if they're going to win a national championship, he's going to have to play well on the path to that national championship. But at the same time, maybe your role is a little different than it was at Texas. Let's, in my mind, I thought coming into this thing, they're going to need some time to figure this out. How are all these pieces going to fit together? And even Ballo, like, um, is he going to be that good out of the gate? And like, how is he, how are him and Tubelis going to play together? What's it all this? Going I mean, to look Ballo like? couldn't even get on the court last year because he was out of shape. I mean, that was the whole story on him. I mean, obviously he had this raw talent. He comes from Mali. There, there's 
all this conversation about the potential of this guy, but how many times do we hear as college basketball media and college basketball fans, a team, this guy lost 15 pounds, this guy put on 15 pounds, this guy did this, did that, you know, how many times in the offseason do we see clips of Ben Simmons hitting shots and you're like, this is the year, right? Yeah, right. So you thought like Umar Ballo is one of those, like this is the year types, but it, it's not necessarily the year. Well, it turns out, uh, I mean, I can't even remember the the field. It was like 37 for 44 or something during the tournament. Yeah, he like, shot like 79% or something exactly. like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, for the whole tournament. Insane. And the fact that you and I were talking about this. 30 and 13 today, I think. And and even just his ability to have that jump stop, be under control, have the touch to finish. Right? Those are things that you think maybe another year and he gets there. But guess what? He's ahead of schedule. Dubelis is one of the best bigs, if not the best big in the country, in my opinion. The way that he's versatile enough to step out of the three-point line. The fact that he can basically get the rebound and start the break himself if he wants to. Then you got this Kirk Creesa X-Factor where Kirk Creesa is almost... He's like an emotional. He's kind of the, not to make the comparison like uh, Mick Cronin did, but the way that Steph Curry will hit shots in a game that you're like, that's a dagger. Like and it feels like some dagger. It, it feels, feels like, like it's worth. Points. Yeah, it's worth more than three. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like Kirk Kreese is the king of that. And so you, and, but you don't have the onus on him to be the main guy. He can he can kind of pick his spots, choose his spots. I told you this, and I keep and I'll stick to it the rest of the year. Kirk Kreese plays the game within the game more than the actual game, right? And but he can do that when you have guys like Ramey and you guys ha- have guys like Henderson, and you got these two bigs that you can focus on. And I, I come away from this tournament really impressed with Arizona from top to bottom, and I hope and I think and I believe that they will get better. And I think that's why I, I come away from this. Not only are they the Maui Bump team, obviously they're number 14 in the country right now. We believe they'll be top five um, when the polls come back out, at, at least top 10. I mean, they should be top five, but, you know, at least top 10. And they can get better, and they will yeah. get better. And uh, that, to me, is what is so fascinating. Dude, Pella Larson, like you said, like didn't even play well in this tournament. He, and, he was way and, off. I mean, he yeah. he had a ba- he banked in a three today that he looked at his hand like it, you know, he had popcorn. He just yeah. eaten some popcorn. Yeah. You know, he's like, look, he's like, what? Start what, wiping. What, he did the Ivan Harris. Start <laughs> yeah, exactly. wiping your shorts, like. <laughs> but he made it. He banked it in. You know, so that uh, <laughs> that was one of those moments where you're like, wow, this team, eyes emoji. Yeah. They're going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, man. It's. Uh, uh, I don't know. I was, I was blown away. I mean, how can you not be? They, they anybody wins the Maui Invitational, I'm going to come away being impressed with them. But um, but I, a, I, an I Invitational think, with five top twenty five yeah, teams. Come I, on. I, I think the circumstances of it and and Umar Bala, dude, like that guy is, and he's so affable, so like you can't say enough about his improvement because like yeah, as you said, man, you you, you hear stuff coming out of Tucson about him getting in shape or about him working on X Y Z. Um, but how much of that is noise? How much of that is just optic? Like, you know, it, it, it's hard to suss it all out because you hear that about every play, every player always improves. Every player. Yeah, like, every, like every said, player is going to be great. Every player gets in the best shape of their life in the yeah. offseason. Um, so th- what does it all mean? And for him to put it together, like, that, like that's kind of to me so far between him and Suzoko at Michigan State. The story of this college basketball season for me is the big man like we thought it would be but it's the big man that the new bigs came out of nowhere that are yeah. like holy shit look at yeah. this guy that changes everything if he's going to be that good because even if Tubelis is the the national player of the year and the best big man in the country in, in this world that we're living in that's still out of nowhere right i mean there was a lot of people yeah. coming in this year they're like 
Arizona. I like them, but they're going to miss Coloco, right? That that's what they're thinking. Well, to about. be fair, Tubella stunk. I mean, he stunk during yeah, the season. Of he, he he stunk out loud. And Carissa, um, I'm still, if I'm being completely honest, uh, I, I don't want to pour water on the, uh, the 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 Arizona fire that's raging right now. But uh, Carissa still has like there's a tinge of like. He, he, he yolo- plays the he, game within the game more than the game. Not yeah. that. It, there's a tinge of, like, he YOLOs a little too yes. much where he's just like, eh, fuck it, we're up three with 30 seconds left. Fuck it, I'm just going to pull it, and, and I'm going for the dagger. And it's like, curve, no one asked for this. Yeah, no. This is not what you, This is not what we need. Um, so I'm I'm still, like, a little worried. That, that's going to hurt him at some point. They're going to lose a game because he goes two for 17 and just, like, of course. you know. I mean, that, that's the curve. That will happen. Experience. And I just, I'm just worried it's going to happen in the NCAA tournament. I, I mean, I'm we'll, not we'll cross gonna, that bridge I'm, when I'm we get to I'm not going to wood, but I will say this. The YOLO shot in this championship game that we saw, which started at noon, by the way, but the championship game YOLO dagger shot, it actually went in. It was a Courtney Ramey three. Yeah, and I said to myself, I was like, maybe that's what Courtney Ramey's here for, right? I mean, yeah. let me be the YOLO guy. Yeah, let me be the YOLO guy. That's what that. And when he was at Texas, he needed to be more than the YOLO guy. They needed yeah. to actually be a, yeah. a contributing guard in the backcourt, but not really with this team, right? And and Henderson is a great. I mean, he's going to be the the forgot. He's the Macy Oteague of this of these yeah. three guards, right? Where yeah. we we talk about the other two guys, of course, Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler, but. The, the third guy is really coming off the bench. The and, one that yeah. you really like and the one that actually kind of steadies the ship. And I think Henderson is that guy for Arizona. Or he's at least the he, – he at least uh, – never mind, bad comparison. But I was going to say he's like the Dalen Terry type of this team, but that's a terrible comparison. I wish Dalen Terry Dalen would Terry come fans would be then, then I would be uh, Then I would be on, on cloud nine with this I team. Know. But just in general, I, I really buy into who they are. They seem to know who they are. And we can't stress enough – how amazing it was to watch this press conference where these guys all come into the press conference. They're all pulling for each other. Balo wins MVP. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the country that if, you know, in general, Krisa and Tubelas are probably the most forward-facing guys on this team. Yeah, Tubelas, like, they played better maybe in the first two. Like, Balo, Balo was great all game, all, all tournament. But, like, yeah. Tubelas had... I forget which game it was, but he had a monster game, and like yeah, in the first game, yeah, in the first yeah, game. and yeah, and yeah. you and you could kind of talk yourself into before Balo like really pulled out like the last eight minutes or so of the game, he kind of like grabbed the MVP trophy and wouldn't exactly. let go of it. But um, before that happened, you could have talked yourself in like because we voted on it, we yeah. we were voting on the MVP. I voted for two Bellas. Yeah, and the you and, voted for Balo. Yeah, and you you turned your ballot in early because uh, we had to. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, I wait to the end of the game. Like, and your you your vote aged very poorly because <laughs> at that time, Creesa, Tubelis, and Balo were all three. Like there were cases for all three. Yes. I think Creesa kind of like didn't play particularly awesome today, but he has a way about him. Like we kind of said he earlier, still had like eight or nine assists. Yeah, he has a way about him that you remember every single play he makes because he's always like the way he's celebrating or like you said, yes. it's like a it's at the perfect moment that it's a dagger of some sort or like a big momentum capper or, or you know or or silencer whatever it is. Yeah. He hits a shot. He makes a pass, and and your brain just like you leave the game thinking he had more points than he did, or he had more. McDermott called he, in the in the in the press conference. McDermott said he was like Creesa in our, in our offense, basically, or in our defense, basically, we're willing to give that long that long two, that mid range two. And he was like, Increasa hit it every time. And he was like, that's a backbreaker to our defense, right? Because he has no conscience. Like, exa- Chris, when, he, it when you take the shot yeah. we want you to take, but you make it, like, that that, that hurts us, yeah. right? That's another level, and he, he has the ability to do that. Um, can we talk about Creighton a little bit? Yeah, please. Because uh, they, they lose, obviously, by two. Um, but I, I, I think if anyone came away from the Mount Invitational not 
not being a Creighton believer. I mean, I guess like I just want to see your notes as well. Yeah, like I, well, I would you're like a hater. To, I, I don't, don't think you're, yeah. I don't necessarily. You might be right, I guess ish, but I just want to see your work. I just want to yeah. see what you've written down because and if you're specific and you're like the reason I don't like this team is because maybe a Cockbrenner I have some red flags on, or maybe you worry about the depth of this team. Yeah, sure you could flag that, but that starting five and especially that front court, the versatility of Shireman and Kaluma and Cockbrenner. Yeah. That, that is hard-pressed to find a, a better three on the front court. And then those two guards, Nimhard, there's an argument he made. Nimhard was the best point guard in this tournament. I mean, he didn't play as great today. He didn't yeah. have his best game. But he was amazing against Arkansas in a very, very competitive, heated environment. Stepped up to the plate. And when it comes to March, what do we need? Guards and defense? Creighton has both. Yeah. And Creighton can get it done. Uh, Cockburn or not pulling the trigger on that three. Well, well, I if I was he a was fan, gassed. if I was a Creighton fan, that would haunt me for a while. That you, you Greg McDermott drew up the perfect play. He um, did. He he knew that he couldn't draw anything up for Shireman or uh, uh, Nimhard because they're all over. They're going to be all over it. Um, and he says, you know what? Let's get the hands in Ryan Kalkbrenner who's capable from three. And who's, who's going to block it? Who's get, no one's gonna, no one's going to be able to block the shot. And yeah. I'll be damned. He must not have relayed that message to Kalkbrenner because. He pump fakes thinking he was going to get the <laughs> shot blocked. And then takes one dribble, picks it up, and goes, ah, shit, we're down three. Yeah, he was like, my bad. He was like, I guess I should have like, taken that. that one. Um, but speaking of Cockburner, like, for, for Ballo to do that against Cock, for, for him to dominate the, the Big East Defensive Player of the Year, National Defensive Player of the Year candidate, Cockburner is he, – he's – I saw that at an Arizona fan saying this guy's too skinny and all that. And as a skinny guy myself, they get skinny shamed every single yeah. time. You didn't like it. My, I, I don't like that. I don't think we need to stoop that low, Arizona fans. Like, <laughs> let's leave this. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, cats. There's nothing wrong with being skinny. Yeah. Uh, Evan Mobley, you ever heard of him? He's mm-hmm. skinny. He's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good, <laughs> pretty good defender. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's yeah. pretty skinny. <laughs> Kevin Durant, ever heard of him? <laughs> Camp bench press 185 Chet pounds. Hogan? Yeah. Victor <laughs> Wiminyama. Wiminyama. Should we keep going? Um, but for, for Balo to do it against uh, – uh, a, a a guy of that caliber is just not 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 to go back to Arizona, but like I just thought about that that like it wasn't just that he had thirty and thirteen, dude. He was he was against who he was doing it against, and that's crazy. But uh, Creighton, the things to love. Number one, if I'm making a list of things I love about Creighton coming out of Maui, it's Baylor Shireman. Yeah, Baylor Shireman. Not Legit. only as a basketball player, I know he didn't have a great first half. I know he can disappear at times. Um. He is he, he unbelievable rebounder first of all, great which rebounder. I didn't know he had in his game. Like I know he had stats, but like he's got like a great eye for. I didn't know that part of it. He can, you know, uh, one of my favorite moments in the Last Dance when Dennis Rodman is like trying to explain rebounding, and, and everyone yeah. thinks it's hilarious because they're like, "Look at this maniac trying to explain," it. but he's actually he's actually really explaining it. But it just it's hard to put into words what he's saying. Baylor Shireman has that that anticipation is probably the right word. He knows how to anticipate based on the shot how it's going to bounce off and where it's going to go. And not only does he anticipate it well, he's got great timing in the way that he jumps and, to get the rebound. And I guess I I was I, I knew coming when he transferred to Creighton, like everyone looked up his stats and knew like the guy was a great, great rebounder. But like a few triple if doubles. I'm being completely yeah. honest. I thought it was just because he played at South Dakota State, and I was like, which he, he may just, say that he yeah. was like, I didn't know the translate. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> 
But dude, he's got such great—he's got such great instincts, such a great rebounder. But uh, we had a chance to talk to him um, after the Arkansas win, and I—I yeah. I was blown away by like how good of a dude. Like, and then I started like because we were noticing during the Arkansas game when Arkansas was being so chippy and and talking so much shit out of the gate, saying and, horrible stuff. And uh, yeah, and it was just like it got as it, as it's going to spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about Arkansas in a second, but spoiler alert: every Arkansas game is gonna probably be this way because they are not a team that is exactly interested in and what some of the older heads might call sportsmanship. <laughs> yeah, no, they, <laughs> they're they, not. They, yeah, there's a lot of shit they're not, willing to get on, but not one with That sportsmen. is not. Um, and they and, and the way Shireman was handling that and and uh, I, I, and, and talking up his team, like every single time, and, and I'm trying not to sound like too much like a boomer or like a coach or something, dude, but like there'd be dead balls and like, uh, you know, Arkansas or, or uh, 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 Arizona would go on a run and um, – then there's a dead ball or like a free throw, and Shireman's always the guy that's like huddling up the team, and like let's, let's pull. And I just I, I came away blown away because he's the one stepping into the team that's already been built. And Ryan Hawkins leaves Creighton. Yeah, uh, there's kind of a hole there, obviously, because Hawkins was. Probably, and we love Hawkins. You and I talked yeah. about. It. We're like their best player left. Their it's best player be hard leaves. To replace. He steps in, and he's like immediately the guy. Not that I mean Nimhard's the leader and the point guard, but at the same time, like Shireman is like leading by example in a lot of ways, and also. So he's like a sniper shooter and yeah. he plays so like I guess what I'm getting at is like he he, he even he even joked about this to us. He's like I'm a six seven white dude that can shoot, like I'm sure people hate me or something like that. Like I don't know. He like kinda like he acknowledged acknowledged the truth. Yeah. But I just wanted to say, man, there from what I've seen early on, like I, I have there's not a guy that I I knew very little about, but I've come away so impressed by like how he plays and how he carries himself and all that kind of stuff than than Shire, man. Because honestly, I, I I've I've I never really paid attention to him as South Dakota State, uh, but I I know what he looks like, and I was like that yeah, that yeah, checks yeah. a lot of boxes for a guy I would hate. Well, and we knew that and, you know we knew Duke was in the picture, so and Duke was in the picture. And he looked a lot like. But I was I mean, like, I oh think no. I even said on the show at one point, I was like, this guy seems like a Duke guy, and I just yeah. want to take that back because that was uh, judging a book by its cover. And I've read the book, and uh, it's a great book. And not only no, he's so likable, man. He, he's, he's so, so likable. But we asked him about you know the Arkansas guys ribbing him and saying things like that. He was like, you know. Because we, we could see him talking back, but we didn't know what he was saying. And we could see, like, the Arkansas guys, like, after he said something, they'd, like, kind of turn away and be done with it. He was like, yeah, I just hit him back with, like, casual conversation. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I figured out that they really don't like that. So he's like, I'd ask him, like, how their day was or whatever. And they just, like, completely turn <laughs> off. And it was just such a pure, like, you're like, that, yeah, man, that, that's, that, that's awesome. Like, imagine, like, I love that. Imagine being like... You're a bitch, man. You can't guard me. And then the guy responds like, "Yeah, man. Uh, so you you've been surfing while you've been yeah, out here? Like, how's yeah. what how's do you guys? Day? What, yeah, what, what activities? You, what you yeah, do you guys go paddleboard? Kind of, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> I'm so um, shook by it. I know exactly. And, he, and I think the moment uh, that that really uh, got me with Shireman, and, and when I was like, he might be one of them ones, was uh, we're watching the Arkansas game. We're we're on the baseline. We're we're sitting in our media seats, and from our vantage point, you couldn't really tell how deep he was. But he, but upon review, this guy pulled up from the logo. Yeah, I mean, the guy pulled up from the logo, and not like heels it. on logo. It no, was no, like no, like full the heart of the logo. And, yeah, and, and they needed it, and they needed him. Like in a in a game where Arkansas is trying to punk you and trying to put you in your place and say you're a bunch of private school kids that can't hang with us, and we're a bunch of five stars that are going to the NBA. Baylor Shireman was never shook. Baylor Shireman was not afraid of the moment. Neither was Ryan Nimhard, by the way. I mean, yeah, the, the way that the the way that Creighton's starting five answered Arkansas made me believe in this team long-term, right? I mean, yeah. and, and the way they responded to Texas Tech in the first game, Texas Tech comes out, hits them in the mouth, 
And it looks like, oh, this is a classic public-private, you know, we know what this looks like. And they come together, they get together, and they're like, no, not today. That's not going to be us because we're too tough for that. And they have the, the athleticism at each spot to do it, to really make a run. Yeah. I wish they had some more depth. Mason Miller was great today. He hit three threes. I thought he, he helped keep them in the game. He's someone I hope develops over the year and maybe can be someone off the bench that's nice for them. I like Creighton starting five. In fact, I don't, I, they're I, one of the best starting fives in the country. I'm going to push back. I don't think the depth is that big of an issue. It's just that the, the drop-off from the starting five to the depth is it's not even I, I don't know I don't want to be disrespectful to the bench it's just that the, the starting five is so good yeah that it feels like a little bit of a drop off when the bench comes in but I don't think I don't think those guys coming off the bench are scrubs by no, any no, no, no I'm not saying that yeah I'm just saying this starting five is that good like yeah when you when we the the Evan Miyakawa when, when we get the the advanced analytics at the end of the year I want to see the plus minus of that starting, starting five, five versus the rest of the country yeah because I think it'll end up maybe being the best yeah no, I, I, Which I'm is with a you kudos there. to them. I'm with you there. Trey, Trey Alexander's so good. He's uh, so good. I mean, he's so good dribbling within traffic. Yeah. You know, there's these little things about Creighton's team. They kind of have it all covered. And I love that Kaluma has no problem matching up with Tubelis, right? I, I like that because when you get the tournament, it's like, okay, you got two bigs. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna use our advantage as well, and we're not afraid to to have the strength of Kaluma to match up with you. Kaluma wasn't great in this tournament, you know, he, he didn't have his best games, but he had moments. He had flashes where yeah, you're like, that's the Arthur Kaluma we like to see. He yeah, man, it felt like he has and and this is this has kind of been the story with him. It just feels like there's just like one or two turnovers a game where you're, you're just, just like, like head how yeah. how yeah. like it's like he slipped on a banana peel or yeah. something and you're like what the hell was that and if it happened in a vacuum you'd be like damn that was unlucky but then with this guy it happens all so often you're like what the hell what, what the hell is happening how is this possible yeah um but there but when he's on man like that donkey he had today it was disgusting and disgusting. that was the one and, and to give uh you know from the outsiders looking in like Arizona had been so disciplined, especially to Bellis on him. Like when he was yeah. closing out, he was making sure he didn't close that hard. And then the one time that he did, the one time that he closed out hard, Kaluma makes him pay with that big yeah. dunk, which yeah. goes to show the level of basketball that was happening. It was like chess. It was like, oh, you made this one big glaring mistake, but really it's a small glaring mistake, but I expose it immediately. And uh, I mean, I mean, both these teams. This was this, I, these were heavy hitters. This was an all the, the the first like what eight minutes or or six minutes, whatever it was. Um, man, I looked at you and I was like, this is this is setting we'll get hundred points. This, this is way. setting up to be the, the greatest <laughs> basketball game I've ever witnessed. Like yeah. in that environment, and nobody could guard either. No, neither team could guard each other. Um, that was as high caliber. And then like the points suddenly stopped, and they they still in the end. What was the what was the final? What was it, 80, 81, 79? Yeah. That was with like a long scoring drought. And um, did you know Nimhart had 20 still? I, that I, blew me away, dude. I didn't know. He, he. I want to talk about that guy a little bit because he is uh, – He's on my koozie list. He is a gamer of the highest order, man. Like you can't say enough great things about that guy. He's a little undersized, um, but that dunk he had against Arkansas. That was, and that, that was a that message was, because they were saying – I'm not going to repeat the things that we heard that they were saying to him because it's, it's just – it's too – Arkansas, we'll talk about them. Yeah, we're going to talk, well, talk about them. But the the fact that Nimhard took it in stride and was like, okay, like that that's how you really feel? He Watch can't this. be rattled. No, he, exactly. He, he, he truly he fired him up. I watched him he against Arkansas. He had that was talking to the bitch. I watched him against uh, – I watched him this entire tournament, like, up close and in and, and these insane uh, atmospheres against great teams. And uh, um, even Texas Tech, the first game, I mean, it was it – was, they were tied at half out of the gate. Texas Tech, Creighton, game one of this entire tournament – Halftime is 31-31. Thirty-one, thirty-one. 
Creighton gets punched in the mouth a little bit. A 9.30 a.m. tip against Texas Tech is not exactly uh, how you want to start the Maui Invitational. Um, and, and that guy, like the way he handles that, the way he handles the Arkansas atmosphere, which was the most insane. I'm putting it up insane. there. It's going to sound crazy for those that maybe if you're watching on TV, maybe I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the uh, reviews were from the television viewers, whether it resonated through television. But I'm telling you, as someone who was there, that was the most insane basketball atmosphere I have ever seen in my life. It's ever. So, it's so intimate. Number one. It's so loud. And those two fan bases, it was crazy. And it was it was like the most contrasting styles between the Creighton and the Arkansas fans. And it was 50-50 split. Like, yeah. there was no, like, there, it wasn't 60-40. It was, we don't know who runs this house, but we're going to figure out. Arkansas starts doing the Woo Pig Suey. And Creighton fans, the veins in their foreheads are popping. Yes. They're screaming yes. so loud, like, blood, ve blood vessels are popping. See you. Yes. See you. And the, yes. the Woo Pig Suey. Like, yeah. it was insane. But uh, More Woo. For Nimhard to. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for Nimhard to do, uh, uh, you know, in, in these three environments, and then Arizona, a lot of the same. Like, it wasn't quite as intense as the Arkansas-Creighton game, but, uh, you know, the Arizona's going on these runs, and they're such a high-powered offense, and they can hit you from so many different angles. Nimhard was just, like, steady the entire tournament. Um, he, he, as a neutral observer, he was the one guy, when the ball was in his hands, I trusted more than anyone else in this tournament. Agreed. Like, that includes even Anthony Black at Arkansas, who was, was yeah. like the most talented individual player I think in this entire tournament. Mm -hmm. But um, probably according to the the Hoopers out there, he probably had the best handles in the, the best, tournament. Yeah. But Nimhard is the best point guard in this tournament. Nimhard was the just, yeah. I mean that's the only way I define it is like as far as the trust factor. Um, I, I I trusted him more than I would trust anybody else, and and and, and in an environment like that. Um, you know, like this is not, not nothing I'm saying is anything new to Creighton fans. They're like, yeah, this is of course we know this guy. This is Ryan, this is, this is Ryan Nimhart we're talking about. Um, but to see it up close and personal, this is the first time I've seen Creighton ever, really ever. I think see any Creighton team, any Greg McDermott team. But we uh, saw him in, in the Big East tournament. Yeah, we did. That's true. That's, That's true. true. That's a good but, point. But at the same time, That's a good point. At the same Creighton's time, Creighton's in the Big East. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> When did that happen? They run the Big East. Some <laughs> people were saying the new Villanova. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I... That's I, true. All right, I take it back. But uh, I, 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 I've never sat there. I've never sat freaking courtside. Yeah, for, exactly. You know, to see, like, exactly. Ryan Nimhard, uh, you know, the way he's jawing and, like, kind of... I don't know. The way the way he carries himself, he's another guy I came away with. Is like, I, I would... If I was... If, if college basketball worked like the NBA and I was a GM of a college basketball team, I would trade, like, my entire roster just to have Ryan Nimhard, yeah. and then I'd figure out the rest later. Yeah, th there's a chance that, like, if you start your team with Ryan Nimhard, you can get to the Final Four, mm -hmm. no doubt about it, and, and you put the rest of the pieces around him. What's funny is, just speaking about that, like, we were at the Big East Tournament. We, we don't have these same sentiments, but that's the difference between the Maui experience, right? It's such – you're in a high school gym. I can't stress that enough. Like, and, and you're for, so close. You and can for hear my everything. Indi and like, for my Indiana listeners, you're in a junior high gym. You're, yeah, yes. For your, <laughs> if you're the, the Indiana, Indiana fans, you're in a middle school gym. Yeah. Um, but yeah. in general, the fact that you're so intimate and the fact that you can see Ryan Nimhard look at McDermott and say, you know – what what play you know whatever and you can see it you can hear it you can feel it you you understand every single momentum shift you feel it in the building it is it's just a different it's like a religious experience i mean that's, that's the best way to put it and if you it, love dude. the game of basketball and you understand and you you are fascinated by this game and you played this game whatever it may be 
you're here and you see it, you 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 almost have a like there's a, a a spirit that's about it that you're like I understand and I get this player a little bit more than I would have yeah in, in, in an MSG type environment and that is what Ryan Nimhart showed to me he is a leader he is a point guard true and true in the world where everyone's a point guard now and the real point guards are dying out it's a dinosaur almost and and yeah. Chris Paul is getting compared to Bob Cousy and things like that like. <laughs> Ryan Nimhard is one of those true point guards that I love to see in the game of college basketball. And one of those point guards that can win you big-time uh, games in college basketball. People just consider anybody who uh, dribbles the ball in the backcourt a if point If you bring guard. the ball up, you're if a you point bring guard. The ball, <laughs> LeBron James LeBron, is the best point guard of all time. LeBron, I was going to say, yes. is LeBron the greatest point guard <laughs> in the history of the NBA? Um, yeah, so that that's great in Arizona, man. We were, we uh, we were both very impressed with them. And, and I was impressed by the so. fight of great yeah. in this game. Because Arizona was was you know they're getting up 9 10 whatever 13 14 at one point yeah. Creighton never quit and they believed that they were going to win the entire time they expect to win that's my favorite thing and about I, this Creighton team they expect to win every game they play I think if you're 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 Arizona you, the the story you tell yourself is first of all we won the Maui Invitational we're the best team suck yeah. it, suck it haters uh Maui but, bump. um also like you were in control most of the the two point two point game yes but like Arizona had it you know they they were in the driver's seat for this entire game. Yes. Um. But if you're Creighton, like, if I'm a Creighton fan, I really genuinely believe that we we could play tomorrow. We could play Arizona tomorrow and beat them. Yes. And it wouldn't be even a it little bit shocky. It wouldn't be no. shocky. Like like it's just they uh, learned something. Not not to be like a make shots guy, and you have to make <laughs> shots, and and they were making shots, and we weren't or whatever. But uh, no, they 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 are very much of that caliber. They're the same caliber. Whatever. If we're doing tier talk, I'm putting Creighton and Arizona on the same tier. Yeah, for sure. They're top ten teams. Yeah, and, and they could end up being top five teams by the end of the year. I think Creighton's going to win the Big East. I mean that that's a for pretty sure comfortably, thing. pretty comfortably. Yeah, yeah I think they the should. Best. I mean, I think they're the best team in the Big East, uh, no doubt about it. And in fact. I, I said this to you. I, I will stick by it. I really think they're going to come out at the end of the year as the best starting five in the country. I really I do, I do agree with that. I, I, I agree with that. I, I just, and you're saying that as a North Carolina guy. I'm fan. saying that as a North Carolina guy who loves the starting five in yeah. North Carolina. I think Creighton is that connected as a group, and that is a, a credit to all five of those guys and to Baylor Shireman for plugging in and being that guy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's basketball. Yeah. That's what I love. Like, I mean, it's fun to watch Arkansas with four lottery picks or whatever and like try to figure it out and try to play basketball with each other but it's fun to watch a team actually know each other and play with each other yeah that's fun and and dude it's just so high caliber that 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 game and the the arkansas creighton game was i'll, I'll remember that the rest of my life right the, the the arizona the the title game we saw today uh it, it had it was trending towards a plus 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 ultimately landed like an a minus I would say a a minus depending on it was the best you know. noon game of all time. Yeah, yeah. Because noon games are terrible. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Terrible. Like anytime that a game is scheduled at noon, as a fan, you're like, I don't want this. I don't. I, want no part I of love this. this tournament more than anything, uh, except the NCAA tournament. But uh, I I really really miss the championship being at night and the the be. wacky Maui magic happening late and like it's if you're watching on the East Coast, it's spilled into midnight. It's technically already Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and, and just cake, crazy up, things. I mean, it should it happened tonight with the third place game. Like it, it, this crazy stuff happened. Well, that's how good this field was. And the third place it. game felt like the championship game. Like let's talk felt, about the third place game okay, or the, the teams involved in the third place game. Um, Arkansas, San Diego state. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I guess we got to address the elephant in the room or the hog, the pig in the room, the razor back in the room. Uh, I really want to like Arkansas. I do. 
they they are not likable. There, there, there's just no two ways about it. They are not a likable group of basketball players, a likable coach on the sideline. Um, and, and we are must-bust guys. We will continue <laughs> to say we are must-bust guys, uh, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, But but in this tournament, um, I was really disappointed in, in the, the lack of humility, um, the, the arrogance with which Arkansas – carried themselves from start to finish of this entire tournament. Uh, the, the the game after against San Diego State, I don't know how much they show this on TV. There's like a scruffle between Arkansas and San Diego State that was instigated by Arkansas and our Arkansas fans. After the Creighton-Arkansas game, Musselman gets te- teed up in that game, first of all, but then also like is, is threatening the refs. He's like running on the court, doesn't go to the handshake line because he's threatening the refs. And that trickles down into his players where, where Anthony Black is tweeting about the refs. And you and I are looking at each other like, I don't understand what they're so mad about because we're two guys that love to hate on refs. And, yeah. and we didn't care who won that game. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really feel like the refs were that bad. I mean, like they might have been slightly slain in one way or another. But like to, to, to have the behavior that he had, they have to be just like – otherworldly like you know incompetent and like the fixes in type shit we're like we're looking at each other like what the hell man arkansas can't get a whistle i didn't feel like it was even more close to that on a scale from like one to ten musk was acting like it was a ten i would say it never got above like a three to me yeah Yeah, three or four you know like there was um, one ref in this tournament that was a problem and and i think if you talk to the coaches we know who that ref was and he was in that game so I, i will say i understand that frustration but at the end of the day I mean that technical. You you lost the game by two points. Must you got a technical foul yeah. acting a fool, and you probably could have gotten two more technicals because you were acting a fool every single time I, any whistle was blown. And those two points in the end, you lost by two points, and you caused a technical. So let's do the math there. In general, the way that the 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 respect of the opponent, the respect of the yeah, tournament. That's like, what it is. There's like, like a level of uh, they were above it all. I mean that that that's it's how it's I, I I I really I, from I the do. outside looking in, dude. I hate. And we thought that Mus was gonna come with straight Maui vibes. You we know, did, like, dude. We, that's what's so disappointing because I, I, I he came with mad vibes. I I really do. <laughs> I really do hate to report this, but like I. I I, I can't not, lie. Yeah. I can't lie, man. Like it yeah. was, it was really disappointing to see the way Arkansas. Um, you know, the the, the it's just, it's a bummer, dude. Like, in, and against Louisville, like everything's, you know, they're beating the shit out of Louisville, obviously, and everything's hunky-dory, great and, yeah. and hunky dory, and um, they're it's 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 fun and and they're having fun and everything looks fun and like nick smith getting up off the bench and i i noticed that like shout out to that guy he seems like nick a great, teammate. great teammate great teammate for a guy that's going to be a top whatever pick and dapping uh, everybody up invested yeah. in the game yeah it looks like he'd be a walk-on or something the way he's reacting they have they have like a very defined culture i will say that like arkansas uh guys fall down the teammates rush to help them up they're, they're they huddle up tight like they they all are buying in they're all very much buying in the problem, Tate, is that when things don't go their way. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Never seen the, like I've it. I've never seen a bigger group of toddlers in my life. Yeah. I'm uh, from the top coach, to bottom. The, the coach is the main toddler. Yeah. By the way. But then Anthony Black and 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 Brazil, like all these dudes, man. And it's like, at, at, again, as like a lover of basketball, I'm not even trying to be like a. I really am doing my best not to like sound like an old man that's just like yelling at clouds, but 
it's it's not even like a respect factor. It's just like a dude. You could you, they could have won that game if you just would have got your head out of your ass Easily. and like focused on the fucking game in front of you instead of like whatever this petty ass shit is talking shit that Ryan Nimhard and yelling at the refs and, uh, and calling people it's, names. It's maddening, and, yeah, dude. No, yeah, it's maddening. And I'm looking at Anthony Black and I'm like, dude, if you would just lock in and play basketball. You're unstoppable. Look how good you are when you have all this petty shit going on. Like, yeah. imagine if you locked in and played basketball and weren't bitching about everything, how good you could be. Um, and Brazil, dude, same way. Like, that, guy, that guy's a lottery pick if he keeps playing they, like he did on this island. They have four lottery picks. I mean, yeah. I, and that's Nick Smith included. I haven't even seen him play as an Arkansas Razorback yet. But, I mean, this team has four lottery picks. You said it to me. You're like, these guys are Calipari 2010-esque. Absolutely. Anthony Black, if I have the number one pick in the NBA draft, I'd take Victor Wimbanyama like the rest of the world. But if I had the number two pick, I'd take Anthony Anthony Black. I mean, th- this is how talent. No scoot. You're 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 scooting on scoot. I'm You've a co- scooted. I'm a college basketball okay. guy. Okay, so I'm gonna take Anthony Black because I'm watching this guy. Scoots if, Matutes is out. Well, I I saw him play one game. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. Scoot should have gone to freaking Arkansas, and then I'd have you number two. Anthony Black is moved up. My my naked eye test of this guy watching him play basketball. That is how supremely talented he is. That is how great he is with the basketball. That is how unstoppable he can be on a basketball yeah. court. But like you said, they were so busy doing this bullshit. The bull, the bullshit. The, the first, the was first on, it was on tilt. The first sign of bullshit. I remember it. This is, it stuck with me was, uh, the ball Arkansas scores and the ball bounces out to like the free throw line after the ball goes and in. It's would, a live ball. Yeah, I remember this too. And it comes to Anthony black and he won't pick it up. And then he picks it up, and then he drops it right in front. Like, he picks it up like he's going to throw it to Creighton so they can inbound it. Yeah. And then he goes, psych, just kidding, and drops it again. And, and I the- saw that, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah, what are we doing what here? What are we doing here, yeah. dude? Like, Meanwhile, Baylor oh Shireman, like, the guy the guy hits Anthony Black. He falls on the ground. He picks him up first. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and they, they didn't want to be picked up like, by him and things like that. Dude, it, I'm sorry. And, the, and, the, 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 the. I don't know the respect of the opponent, whatever that level, that line is that should be there was absolutely thrown out. And I don't put that on Anthony black. I don't put that on the players. I put that on Musk. I and, do too, and, man. And you and I, I are Musk guys. And I've never, I, I've never been this intimately, um, you know, involved in a, in a Eric Musselman production of a team, but the way that they acted in certain cases and the way that they carried themselves in general it comes from the top, and I don't. I, and I guess it's like maybe they want to be the villains, right? Maybe, maybe that's like that, that's, that's their kind of what they're going for. Is like yeah. we have a chip on our shoulder because like yeah. maybe that's the angle he's trying to go with. Is like you guys are all five stars are going to be lottery picks, but I got to pretend like your chip on your shoulder. Yeah, blue collar dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Everyone know what doubted it is. us. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> it is, but but whatever it is, it is very off putting. So off putting, dude. And, it, and it's not. And it sucks because if you like watch the actual talent on display, you're like, I love this team so much. This team is national title well, good. Well, Walsh is like one of my favorite freshmen and most polished freshmen I've seen in a long time. And I say that because of the way that he plays every single possession, the way that he plays defense. He's not talking to anybody. Like, I look at that kid and I'm like, I, I love this kid. I love yeah. the way he plays. But like in the in the entire like in the context of what his team and his coach and things are doing, it changes the tenor of what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they I don't know. They had a little bit of a stink on them throughout. Oh, tournament. there's a stink on them, man. It sucks. It, it, I, I, I came away from this like I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna cheer against Arkansas, of but course it's like not. I'm, not, I'm like, never you, gonna you cheer. See the talent. Against you team. see the talent on display. You're just like, this is a team I should be falling in love with, and I just can't get there. I'm not. I'm not gonna get there when you're behaving this way. Like yeah. it's not. It, this is so far beyond the pale. Like this isn't like. 
you, you hit home runs and flip your bat, and I'm just like a grumpy curmudgeon that's like, that's not respecting the game. This is like like clown shit. It's clown shit. It's clown shit on, on the highest order I've ever seen on a basketball court, and it's like it, it just continues to go on and on and on throughout this tournament. And, you're and I hope they figure it out. You're disrespecting Creighton. Like, Creighton yeah. is a top 10 team. And, and it would be one thing if, like, you know, if Arkansas, say, like, beat everybody by 15 and, um, you know, we were we were making these complaints, it would sound like sour grapes maybe a little bit because we're just, we're just mad that they're so good and, you know, like, yada, yada, yada. Their antics literally cost them the game against Creighton. They, they, they're they so far up their own asses that they should have lost to San Diego State. Credit to them. They clawed it out, and they, you know, San Diego State handed them the game at the end, and they kept fighting through it, you know, as they were down big at certain points in that game, and they, they stuck with it. Credit to them for that. But uh, it, it, it did feel like to start – like, they should have beat San Diego State relatively. They're a better team than San Diego. They're, or they have yeah. more talent, certainly. Yeah. Um, they could be and, arguably the most talented team here. Yeah, yeah. And and the anti they, they literally cost them one game, uh, almost cost them another game. They win the game and they're fucking fighting in the the post game. It's like uh, get it. We're, we're we're in paradise, dude. Leave that shit in the mainland. Why are you bringing this to Maui? I don't understand it. I was so disappointed in and Arkansas. Threatening officials. And, so disappointed. And, and acting and like uh, perfect example of kind of what we're talking about is is like what was uh, not whatever. Disappointing is probably the best word. Mussman comes to the post game. At this point, your your game's over. Heat of the battle, whatever. It's all done. You're in the post game. There's like a local Hawaii TV guy, nice guy. He's like asking a question. He's like, "What an atmosphere, coach," which it was. Like we said, one of the greatest atmospheres right. we've ever seen in college basketball. An amazing game comes down to the wire. This is a layup. You could be. You could at least be like, "It's a it's a privilege to be in this tournament, to be in a game of this magnitude." It didn't go our way today. I thought there were some question. Like you can even say that you thought there were some questionable, questionable things. Calls. But but yeah. at the end of the day, you know what a great game, what a, what a, what a great atmosphere, yada yada. He just shuts down, doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's basically just a total jerk. He's very dismissive. Yeah, he's above it all. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and, like the whole that, attitude that rubs longer, that rubs poorly on everybody involved in the tournament. And again, I I want to like Eric, but I don't know. This is making me rethink things because I I did enjoy. I like the guy. I love the passion he has. I love the fire. Like, we love the most. I I you notice the way his players respond to him. Like he's a great great basketball coach. Of course, great coach. Um, but yeah, man, like that added like. I don't know. I, I I just can't get behind that, man. Like when your attitude is like I'm above the Maui Invitational, you're not. No. And I would say that about Everybody. any coach, any literally any coach. The only person that's <laughs> above the Maui Invitational is Bill Walton. <laughs> that's the only yeah. man. Yeah. That's the only that's man who's about, above it. That's about it. And that's it. That's the list. Okay. Bill Walton. No, you're right, dude. Any coach in this, any player, any uh, no, you name it, they yeah. come out here and their attitude is like. And that's what you, uh, like you said, that question was such a, uh, and I get it, dude. He's pissed off. He thinks he got yeah, cheated. He got, but there's, you, you gotta, you gotta at least like have a little bit of humility to say like, even if you're, even if it's obvious bullshit, just say like, you can straight face, just be like, yeah, great atmosphere. It was a, it was a privilege to, to play a part of it. Sucks we lost. Leave it at that. Done. Shut it down. It's a three second answer. Move on. Whatever. But this attitude of like. Maui is lucky to have us and they treat us this way. Yeah. They cheat us they when cheat the, us. The, yeah. the God's gift of basketball, the Arkansas Razorbacks try fly all the way across the world to play in your stupid little tournament and yeah. you guys cheat us. No, no, that doesn't happen to Arkansas. And it's like, dude, you're not special. You're not. I'm yeah. sorry to break this to you. I don't know if no one's ever told you this. You're not special. This tournament is. And if you got a problem, take your ass back to Arkansas and never come back is was how I was feeling. And then again, 
I'm a mother, and, I, and Tate Fraser voice, and I like the and guy. I like the guy. I do, but I would yeah. say this: if he was sitting right here in this room, I would say the same thing to him. I am very disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Get your shit together. You have a super talented team, super fun team in terms of like how talented they are, and they play together. And there's highlights galore with this team. They're going to be so fun to watch in terms of pure basketball ability. Nick Smith gets back. They they could be the most talented team. They probably will be the most talented Absolutely. team in the country. Um, just don't let your bullshit derail the season is what I would say. I mean, like, and it feels, I, I feel like that is a very valid concern with the way they were handling adversity was at an all time low in terms of like top talent, the top tier teams watching how they handle adversity, Arkansas flunked the test and then some. And, and play the game like, and, and not just the game of basketball, play the game like with these officials, when you react and you throw your hands up and you like every single call, you think these officials are going to like give you the, and this is a little bit of freshman behavior or whatever, but like at a certain level, yeah. like play the game, like and Eric Musselman threatening officials yeah, like, dude, and, and like, running out and then being shocked when they tee you up after yeah. you, you're taking to kill them. Like, what are you, what are you, what it's just world like, do we live It's in? just such like a victim mentality of like, they're out to get me. They're out to get me. They're out to get me. <laughs> and then technical foul. And they're like, see, told you they're out to get. And you're like, dude, come you on. This. Yeah. You did this. You did. We watched this. What are we doing? And, and I will and, say, and then it trickles into the fans, dude. And the fans are acting wild. And I didn't yeah. really have a problem with Arkansas fans. Like they were, they were gracious when I would run into like, you know, there's no rivalry at the Ohio state or anything like that. But I just mean like in general, like the way you it's not like Arkansas fans are like walking through, you know, the, the, the resorts in Maui with their dicks out and they're just like, woo, you know, like they they're might not, be. they might be now. <laughs> um, that was that wasn't going on. They're they're fine people. They're great. But, but like they get thrown in this atmosphere and you see your team behaving this way and, and you, you see Mus, you see Mus like threatening the refs. They start following suit. And like before you know it, there's a. There's a goddamn melee going on at the Maui Invitational of all places where it's kumbaya, peace and love, aloha, baby. Like, that's what this whole event's about. And it's November, dude. You have a young team and it's November. Yeah. Like, come on. See, yeah. the, see the forest through the trees, man. Like, this is... And Greg on. McDermott, after the game, I mean, he basically was saying that. He was like, this is, uh, this is a big-time game for our kids because we're playing against a team. I mean, when we get to March, and if everyone stays healthy on this team... Arkansas is probably going to be number one on the board of every single top team is like, who do we not want to see in the tournament mm -hmm. because of their talent. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that can stop that talent from getting to the final four in Houston and maybe winning a national championship in Houston is that mentality. Yep. And I think that is what we're talking about. And I think that Eric Musselman is a good enough coach, as we just talked about, to hopefully identify that and to, to make these guys get it. And I hope that he can get it. Yeah. And maybe that's where it's coming from. Maybe that's why they don't get it. I yeah. mean, at first I thought it was a little bit of the players themselves and maybe their personality. But then it seemed like a top-down type situation. It seemed like a Reaganomics trickle-down effect. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Where it's like it starts here and it goes here. And I hope because of the talent on that team and the players on that team, they're so talented and they're so incredible to watch. I hope that they buy in and start playing real basketball. Yeah. Because it will be a scary sight for the yeah. rest of the country. I will say, if, if they're winning and everything's going well, um, but but that's kind of thing. They 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 have the front runner thing to them. Well, that's they're how like, Auburn if, was last that's year. That's how Auburn. Yeah, they, they give me a little bit of that. Yeah, but if they if Arkansas is winning and everything's going well, they are going to be a ton of fun to watch because you're course. not going to have all this shit going on. And if they're winning, a lot of big dunks from Brazil. Yeah, yeah exactly. If they're wiping the floor with everybody. They'll be fun. It's just like the you know I I I I, I see the future and Arkansas loses to Kentucky or Tennessee or something and. And 
you know, someone acts a fool and gets suspended for a couple games, yeah. and like we it's, don't want it, that. Like, what are we doing? You we know? don't want that. I, that's that's where it's trending, and it's like, and that's not like what, what this is going is. on. That's not what th- this is all about. So yeah, it's not Mahalo vibes. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah, like it, it was not that. And 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 when we talked about coming in, we did a vibe check coming in the tournament. Yeah, and we did our tears or whatever. Muscleman, he's off the board. Z-tier. He's off the board. He's, <laughs> I took his name off the board and I threw in the trash. He wow! Is, he is and it is the upset of the, the century. The exact opposite of Maui vibes. Like yeah. the exact opposite. Like, like I don't know is, who was more wound up, Wes Miller him, or Eric Musselman. Send him to the send him to the World Cup because he's giving off guitar vibes, yeah, dude. Honestly, he needs to be there. <laughs> he's, he's send him giving, he's yeah, not send Maui. Him in. Our Fox friends can take care <laughs> yeah, of that. Go on. <laughs> Send them over there. Uh, San Diego State, uh, they are the team that I picked to win this Maui Invitational. They did not win it. They finished fourth. They they, they lose their final two games. Um, this th- There's no two ways about it. Lamont Butler put this game on a platter. Uh, fouls up four yeah. um, inexplicably, then turns the ball over uh, at the end, and then you know Ar- Arkansas ties it at the buzzer to send it to OT. Um, they they should have won this game. There's no – there's no like I said, no, no two ways about it. Arizona game uh, – if I'm a San Diego State fan, I say it's just a make shots game. Uh, they couldn't hit shit. They were they they against Ohio State. There were literally two threes that wedged against the backboard and the and the rim, and then still like trickled in. And one yeah. of them, I'm on camera <laughs> sitting yeah, sitting like, courtside. Yeah. <laughs> My head drops. Yeah, and I'm absolutely like, <laughs> devastated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was that kind of night for him against the Buckeyes. They followed up, not being able to get anything against one of the best offenses, if not the best offense in college basketball. Um, flush that down a little bit. You got to win against Arkansas. It sucks that they lost this. I still believe in the San Diego State team. I don't think, uh, you know, I this isn't even me. I, I, I'm, I, I like to think I'm pretty good, Tate, when I get things wrong, of mm-hmm. tapping my chest and saying I'm wrong. I don't. I, I think I'm right about the San Diego State team. Like the, the, the part of me that thought they yeah. they could win this thing was the team I saw. It's just a few tweaks here and there, number and a few things like four, four teams could have won this tournament. Yeah, and, if, and I think those are the four that finished in the top. Four. I think the things I weren't forecasting were uh, Arizona being so good so soon, um, and then Ballo also especially. Also, like if they don't, you know, they they should have beat Arkansas. If they if they, they t- if they close that game against Arkansas the way they should have. They're going away from Maui saying, we have something really special here. Maybe we're a top 10 team, whatever. Uh, great culture in that program, obviously. Great defense. Matt Bradley's been a little weird, if I'm being honest. Yeah. A little weird because, like, it's it's a double-edged sword because, like, the problems they had last year was he was the offense and they had no help. Uh, you bring in the transfers. Um, they've, they've obviously have gotten much better offensively. I mean, they scored 51 points against Ohio State in the second half, which, like, Ohio State's not the, you know, it's not the greatest defense ever. It's not Tony Bennett's pack line defense. But they're physical but, defense. But uh, to score 51 points for San Diego State is shocking, um, given what that offense was last year. So, like, I, I, Matt Bradley kind of has, has – not an Ohio State game, but, like, up to this point in the season has kind of taken a back seat at times on the offensive end. Had a great game tonight. Um, but they're still – it's weird because they're so experienced and so old, and it feels like they have an identity – but yet it does feel like they're sort of f- trying to feel things out at the same time because they're trying to, you know, they, they brought in a couple new guys and I don't know. And Bradley feels like he, you know, he maybe shied away from it a little bit um, at times, right? There were times where we were looking at each other and we were saying, this is the time for Bradley to go get the ball and make a play. And to, to, to for lack of a better term, try to take over at least as much as he can down the stretch. And that did not happen. 
he had some moments tonight. Uh, that reverse layup comes to mind late in the game where you're like, okay, that, that's good to see. But there was some fact-finding. It felt like a little bit for San Diego State. But I really like their defense. I, I, I think that they can hang their hat on that end. I think when it comes to the tournament, when, when, when it all comes down to it and we look back on this tournament and we get to March and we have the final top 25, I say this without hyperbole. I think that we're going to have six top 25 teams from this tournament. Hmm. I really do. And we cool. had five coming in. And I think that Texas Tech is a top 25 team. I, it didn't go their way this tournament, but they could have easily had things go their way, especially with the way they started against Creighton. I mean, Creighton really shored things up quickly, but Texas Tech is a really good basketball team. They, they need that one guy to kind of take that next step for them. Maybe it's O'Banner, but they're a top 25 team to me. Ohio State is a top 25 team to me. I think Ohio State, with the Cincinnati win, that was a great bounce back. Today against a Texas Tech team that was very physical, it was great to see someone like, I mean, Justice Suing, I didn't know he was capable of that. I mean, I guess I did know deep down he could do that, but it, it seemed like we were far removed from a 30-point game from Justice Suing. So to see that on this kind of stage, I really like that for the Buckeyes. I think they're a top 25 team. San Diego State is a legit, we're, we're talking Sweet 16, second weekend type team. No doubt about that. I mean, <laughs> and then as you go down, I mean, Arkansas can win the national championship. Arizona can win the national championship. Yeah. And Creighton can win the national championship. I mean that, that to me that the, all three of those teams yeah. are like things go their way. Yeah, they have the fortitude in six games to do it. They have the or the talent. Arkansas has the talent. I don't know if they have the fortitude. They have the talent, but th that is how ridiculous this field was from top to bottom. And if you're San Diego State, that's why even though you do lose back to back games, you kind of have to. You got to take it on the chin a little bit. There, my takeaway with San Diego State is that there's a very, very good team, maybe great if if everything falls into place. Team in there somewhere, but I, I guess I'm a little bit surprised that that uh, they it's not it's it's not clear yet what they are. Um, in the like like Jaden Ladee didn't even really play in the second yeah. half of this game. That's and it's because. Uh, Keisha Johnson and, and Mensa are like they they all three can't play together obviously and like it's it's you know the 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 way they're I mean Mensa didn't really play that much either but Keisha Johnson's so good in there and like like trying to figure out how those pieces fit together um, trying to figure out the offensive like your defensive minded team but then like you obviously like Trammell is not great defensively he's just not but he also brings a little spark on the offensive side it's so, nice to have so they're trying to like figure that part out and um. You know, I, I I think they're going to be a great team. They they still they they showed so much. Uh, they they showed that they were, you know, like the the, the way they, they they like I said they should have beat Arkansas and they were I, they they cut it to five at one point in the second half against Arizona. Like Arizona yeah. was in the driver's seat the whole game, but um, I don't know. I, I I think San Diego State's going to be fine, and I don't think I think you could replay this tournament you, ten fifteen different times. They're winning it a few times. Yeah. I think they're good enough to have won it. They just, you know. One last thought. As I watch the Arizona-San uh, Diego State game, it's time. Let's get San Diego State in the Pac-12. Yeah. Let's just do that today. Absolutely. Let's just send them up because uh, it felt like a Pac-12 game, a good Pac-12 game, a yeah. high-level Pac-12 game between two programs that don't like each other, right? They I mean, flat out, there's no love lost here. Today. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the fans, I mean, it was West Coast hatred, but it was, you know, it, like you could tell the San Diego State people were like, we, we do not like these people. Very similar student bodies, too, I'd yeah. say. Yes. In my experiences on both campuses, I would say that like the, what's the average student? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the average student. Interchangeable. Yeah, he's wearing a he's wearing a backwards hat for sure. Yeah. 
Um, he's yeah. Maybe he, a Hurley shirt. Yeah. <laughs> sunglasses. I see a sunglasses and a backwards hat and probably a skateboard. I might be just describing Bart Simpson. I don't know. <laughs> am, I, <laughs> yeah. am I describing Bart Simpson? Yeah, I think you would just say indoor Arizona. Wait, am I? Just, um, what else is there? Texas Tech, Ohio State was the other, I guess, fifth place game. Buckeyes win. I'm feeling good about it. Um, I think uh, sort of similar to San Diego State, but like, like a slightly smaller level. Obviously, tip of the cap to San Diego State. They beat us like I thought they would. They're they're a better team, but I think Ohio State has that same thing where it's like there's a good team in there somewhere. We just have to figure out what these pieces are and how they all fit together. And like Bryce Sensiball is. Uh, the comparison that I go with, like I, I've had all my friends and, and, and other people, even people within the Ohio State program have tried to tried to throw out different comparisons for me. It's Carmelo Anthony. That's the comparison I see when I watch this man play offense. He is Carmelo. Uh, he's, he's an automatic bucket. He's like, I, I, I obviously smaller and not as talented. I'm, I'm not saying he's, yeah, you, you, know, you, know, yeah, you know where I'm going yeah, with this. Yeah, exactly. Like the shades of it's his butt. Let me you, say shades you, you, of. You see his thickness. You to, like borrow, Carmelo. <laughs> to borrow a mechanism from Kevin O'Connor, shades of Carmelo shades Anthony. Of. Um, but like Carmelo Anthony, zero interest in playing defense whatsoever. Uh, checks <laughs> out uh, so so often. Ball falls on. Holtman the floor. put him on the bench today because of that. He was like, "Yeah, we need our guys to play defense." The end of the first half almost gave me an aneurysm. Where we have the final possession, we're up by six. Um, and we're holding it for one shot. Shot clock's off. The play is a pick and pop at the top of the key for Bryce. Uh, he would have been open. It, w- it was just like every it, – it's it's all three of the other Ohio State guys are f- on the baseline. It's like flat. It's like a 1-4 flat type deal. Bryce comes up, sets the high ball screen. It's a pick and pop um, with, with Bruce Thornton. Uh, he he would have been wide open, but he gets lazy with the screen because he, he has no interest in doing anything other than getting buckets. Gets lazy with the screen with 5.4 seconds left. Gets called for an illegal screen. <laughs> not only do we not get the wide open three that would have gone in because the guy's a bucket, and he, yeah. he's not going to miss that when he yeah. catches it. And, 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 and ideally, he hits the shot. We go up nine and a half, and we're rolling. Instead, illegal screen, their ball with five seconds left, which is enough time to do exactly what they did, drive to the basket. Davion Harmon lays it in at the buzzer, and instead of going in up nine, we're going in up four. And I'm like, I spend the whole halftime break like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm yeah. like going crazy. Yeah. Like, how You're does like, this That's happen? the game. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, we just lost. Unfortunately, that's the game. Yeah, we just lost. <laughs> like um, so, like, things like that, as, as an Ohio State fan, uh, Bryce Sensiball is so good. But, like, it, that's going to be a struggle all year of, like, figuring – he's got the Daquan Cook in him, dude, where it's yeah. like, we God, have to play Daquan him. Cook. We have to play him, but at the same time, dude. How, how many points <laughs> – <laughs> Let's see. He had 25 tonight and gave up 23. Yeah. I guess that was good. That, uh, they're like they're de- they're the definition of plus minus players. Yeah. They're like we got to know how many points they have to make sure it makes up. I mean, kind of Jimmy Fredette, you know. It's like uh, if they're if they're gonna score, yes. Yeah. I mean, even the, I mean Holtman, he told us he was like we needed older guys to play against Texas Tech. We needed physical older guys that knew how to handle it. And since the ball. I mean, he's a freshman, so there there were moments where it was just maybe a little bit of a different game than he's used to. But it's good to get him in these games. Good to I, get him to learn some lessons, and that'll help down the road. I love Thornton, though, man. A point guard, a freshman point guard, that good is is he's nice. He is something. Yeah, he, he is, gets it. He he is he is uh, he is. Holman said it in the press game or the post game press. He was talking about we needed older bodies, and he's like, well, Bruce, you know, he's a freshman, but he's an older body. Yeah, like it's just it's so odd. In his mind, it doesn't even register that he's a freshman because he's just so smart and plays with such great pace. And he's 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 got that um, – he, he's just so under control. And, and you'll hear 
all the 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 coaches that that know what the hell they're talking about and the analysts that know what the hell they're talking about uh it, it sometimes can sound like a broken record when you're talking about young point guards and and the pace they play with and um and and how the younger guys that play point guard have such a tendency to just put their head down and want to show off how fast they are because that's what they're so used to is just like being lightning fast and getting to the basket and finishing and um you know finishing through traffic and just dazzling everybody yeah but once you step up a level from high school you realize that you don't have the that first step that blows by everybody suddenly yeah. isn't blown you're not by michael everybody. jordan yeah, yeah yeah and so you realize you you can't just put your head down and go 100 miles an hour at all times you have to figure out the pace and and sometimes you go fat then you slow down keep the guy on your hip mm -hmm. kind of push off of it and figure out the angles like all that that's sort why of. anthony black's so impressive too yeah i mean he does that right he's great at that yeah um and Bruce Thornton, man, he's mastered that already. He's mm -hmm. already got that like Chris Paul like pick your dribble yeah, up. And ride like, with me, yeah. Ride with you're on my hip. I pick my dribble up like nine feet from the basket. I lean into you just ever so subtly, and yeah. then I fade away and knock down the mid range. Yeah, yeah. He's so good at that. So I love him. Uh, huge game from Justice Suing. That was exciting given the year he had last year and. Uh, you know, he basically didn't play all of last year. He he's kind of been up. He had a great first game to start this season for Ohio State. Has sucked basically every game since until today. Exploded for I think it was thirty three. Finished with I, which I, I is wild about that. Yeah, back in Hawaii. So I'm I'm happy, man. You should I'm happy. be. I'm, I'm I'm feeling good about the Buckeyes. I knew I knew San Diego State was a tough draw out of the gate, but uh, Texas Tech is pretty good. They're not as good as they have they're been in the past, but they're a top twenty five team. I think. Th I think they're a good team. They're just missing one piece, like you said. Um, but I I think they're going to be just fine. I, I, I a lot of the Tech fans I've been talking to uh, around here have a little sky is falling mentality because it's they don't think this team's going to be as good as the teams of the past, and they probably won't be. But like, guess what? The teams of the past have been pretty freaking good. I know. Like, it just, it just sucks high. because if if TJ Shannon, Taryn Shannon was still on this team, that is the piece. McCuller's the one. McCuller, dude. yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. They, they I mean, it's got to be tough. I mean, it's got to be frustrating. We we've heard some tales about you know, it's hard to 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 get certain players maybe to get to Texas Tech and things like that. So it's like the the fact that they lost these guys that just hurts even more, right? Yeah. You have the talent in the building, but. At the end of the day, every single coach that went up against Mark Adams when they get done and they, you know, two coaches beat him, Greg McDermott and Chris Holman, you know, today, they both have this appreciation for beating Mark Adams. So like, I can't believe goes, I just beat Mark exactly, Adams. Exactly, yeah. which goes back to what we were talking about before, which is like, this guy is a high, high level coach and uh, he has the respect of his peers and he carries himself in, his, in a way and he's not going to... Uh, carry himself as if the sky's falling mark adams is like we're gonna figure this out yeah and they got a lot of great basketball minds on that bench like they're they're a fun bit bench to watch yeah with like adjustments and things like yeah. that they, they they got a lot of like tom thibodeau energy over there where there's like a bunch of basketball lifers that probably don't have wives and all they do is crunch <laughs> tape you know what i mean and i and i freaking love it and uh i i look at that texas tech team they're gonna get better as the year goes on Bacho's good man I wish he, I was impressed with him with the way he, I I don't know he's got touch he's a big man that gets he's tough it. too he's man. tough yeah he gets on the floor he goes after it I I just want Bacho to smile once I know and then, uh, and then I think I'll feel better about it he's got a I little, to be a little he's got a little Ivan Drago to him yes I'm just like yeah if he dies if he dies he, he dies. dies yeah <laughs> he's just like he's like chill out Bacho yeah, like how we doing Bacho <laughs> Bacho chill man what Bacho what'd you say. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little uh, bit of that. <laughs> um, Louisville, Cincinnati, both stink. 
Yeah. Who cares? Move yeah. on. I mean, good, good for Wes Miller to get a win. The problem with Cincinnati is they stink at a level that's not even funny or fun or interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're just, just like they're just like bad. Like Louisville stinks so bad. Like I'll, I'll like every time I watch Louisville, I just want to do an emergency podcast about every game. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do a podcast ever every single Louisville game because they're so bad. My I can't favorite, get enough of it. Uh, my favorite Mike Rutherford thing he's got going right now is he tweets out the turnovers versus assists. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 and I think I mean. It's like it's like three times the turnovers to assist there, at this point. There's never been a, a more must-follow account in yeah, college basketball if you do not history follow than Card Chronicle. Then you should go right now in your app, type in Card Chronicle, and fire, follow this man immediately. And, and Mike, we love you to death, but I will say, Tyson and I were talking about this before. Somehow your content is ten times better when Louisville's bad. That's the problem. And that's the problem. I, I admit we only have them on when Louisville's <laughs> sucking, but at the but same damn time, it's, but like, damn, it's good. Yeah, you're that's all the good shit. You're far more interesting, Mike. <laughs> You've done it to yourself. The one where he, uh, yeah, he tweeted something. Uh, the the clip of Kenny Payne saying, "I'm not panicking," and it's <laughs> Kenny Payne's post game press conference after losing to Cincinnati. Good lord. And Rutherford said, "Somewhere Nick Castellanos belted a deep drive in the left center, 18 <laughs> seconds into this answer." <laughs> oh, Mike. And then he, I mean, we he cracks me up, dude. He's just yeah he's he's on he's doing his best i mean he's trying to tweet through it and that's all we can ask for t- and we appreciate it at one point today he tweeted just simply they can win this game <laughs> i don't know why that's the funniest one to me. They, dude i mean they could I want to have Mike on on Monday when we're back in the studio, and I want to go through the schedule and figure out when they're going to win their Let's first count the game. wins. Let's count the wins. I don't wins. even know we're if we count the wins. That's count a little, one win. That, that's a little too much. I want to find the first win. I've never seen a, a group of basketball players wearing such a prestigious jersey that cannot play bat. Like, they, they can't dribble. They can't pass. They no, can't shoot. They can do nothing. They look like good athletes. I will say that. They passed the airport test. They passed the airport test. Fraud alert, by the way, yeah. at the airport test. Arizona. Arizona tricked tricked. I think you. I figured it out, by the yeah. way. I was looking at Arizona's bench today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think they have a lot of white guys with good hair. Okay. And I don't think that flies for their – I think the airport test is – that that's a – we have to tweak the algorithm. Okay. Because I think white guys with good – like, if you think about it, like, the best white guys ever have sh- in basketball have – pretty shitty hair if we're being honest mm-hmm. like larry bird's hair is, is a mess <laughs> yeah it's tough it's tough like like guys don't have like good flow yeah um if you're a white dude and you can't like have good flow and be good at bat i'm trying to think of examples otherwise like who's yeah i mean some people may argue that bird has flow or adam morrison has flow but like you know i mean we're, we're... no that's not good hair that was long hair exactly that's, that's the, the difference the, yeah see that's the problem there's a lot of people that think long but hair the, is good hair but the but arizona has those european dudes that like you know are they they they're primp, they primp their they're yeah. quaffing their hair you know and uh <laughs> And I think that's what it was. It was like I saw him walking in, and I was like, "All these guys have too good. There's too many white guys with good hair. Yeah, and you can only have like one or two, maybe. But they're like a whole team of it. Um, Kirk Creesa excluded, by the way. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, think about that. I, that's a theory I'm working on. I think that's what the we got to tweak the algorithm. To they take also that put the walk-ons and the managers and the they definitely staff. did. They, they definitely they, they front loaded it to trick the other teams because every other team is doing the airport test as we are. That's just how it works. As they're I, peacocking. Every other team comes out with like yes. they're, 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 like, they're like lead with like yeah. Britters first for Creighton. Yeah, right? they they lead with their lead guys. Uh, but Arizona's playing a different game, which goes back like Tommy Lloyd. That man gets it. 
Um, final thoughts as we wrap up. Um, is it time for the emotional part? Yeah, I guess? why not? Um, yeah, it's about that time. <laughs> if you've been <laughs> waiting, if you've been waiting for the emotional part. <laughs> We're gonna not the Eric Musselman is, emotional part, by the way. This is Ladies' Night at Titus and Tate Podcast. You can get a little emotional. Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Great radio man. <laughs> what a reference! Um, first Maui Invitational in three years. It's back in Maui. Uh, we. Uh, for me, being there, there is no alternative. There is no uh, if it, I would rather them cancel the event. Uh, knowing what we know now, like having yeah. gone through it and being back, just don't, just don't have it. Just, just, just cancel the event, dude. It's not. It, 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 it was disgusting to look up at the board and see like Matt Coleman and Johnny Davis were Maui Invitational MVPs, and Texas and Wisconsin won the Maui Invitational. And I'm like, no, they didn't. Like, no, they no, didn't. They didn't. Yeah. No, they didn't. They won some tournaments in Asheville. Yes. They ran. Yes, they won the Asheville <laughs> Invitational and the Las um, Vegas Invitational. The Lahaina Civic Center. I kind of already said it. I'm gonna say it again. I'm sorry. Uh, it is top five college basketball venue, maybe top one, probably recency bias talking there, but it is, it's hard to beat. It is so, it is it, it, I, I 10 out of 10, dude. I can't, I, you run out of words, man. Cause you just want to like, all I'm trying to do in this moment right here, as I'm talking into this microphone is I want to explain to our listeners how special this place is, how special this tournament is. It has nothing to do with the Island we're on. That's part of like the overall experience. If you were to come visit and come to the, the event, backdrop, that is the backdrop. But like that gym is magical, dude. And the atmosphere, I, I, I will swear to a gun to my head on air, off air, whatever. I don't care who I'm in front of. I will say that the Arkansas Creighton atmosphere was the best college basketball atmosphere I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. Ever. And we have no stake in that game. And I have no, uh, you're stake not in that an game. Arkansas or Creighton fan. Care. Neither am I. Um, it, the, the the way they set it up where it's 50 50 crowds it's so small the 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 intensity is through the roof the rims are soft and, and if you're here shots. you're a diehard like if yes. you're here for your team right that's the other part like everybody yes. in this crowd knows every player's name knows like you know what i mean it's just a it's a different level and i guess that that's that's all i want to say is just like it was it's it's good to be back uh both in just like a way you say that phrase and just like throw it out there and move but then like you really sit and chew on it and you're like my god dude like it really it's a religious experience as you said earlier to be in there and and if yeah. you if you appreciate college basketball history first of all the tournament was started all be based off the biggest upset in the history of college basketball like that was the inspiration behind Ralph the tournament Samson. in the first place and then now at this point having gone on for however many years we've had this thing almost 40 years um the history inside that building you feel it every time you walk in the 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 intent it, it, the, these games aren't supposed to matter dude this is supposed <laughs> yeah. to be like contrast this to like the freaking like no disrespect to like the fort myers tip-off or like mm -hmm. the freaking charleston southern classic, classic. yeah yeah or what, what are all these other you know like i get why these events exist and they exist because it's like getting cold it's the holiday season why don't we offer these packages to some sports fans you fly out you, you experience you get a little vacation a little basketball mm -hmm. everybody's having a good time um but that, that's what this is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be that intense of basketball. It's November, dude. It's the start of the season. Like, it's yeah. not – like, Eric, be, yeah. Eric Musselman should not be trying to fight refs <laughs> yeah. because he wants to win this thing so badly. 
Yeah. But he does. And I don't, and like, I guess, like, if I'm defending Muss in that way, I, I do would, respect that. I would say level. that because, like, I, like, this isn't an exhibition. This isn't like a fun, like, no, it this means is something. A, this is, this means a ton to all of these teams. And we said in those press, those post game press conferences after teams lost their first game where, like, you're knocked out and you realize you're not going to win the Maui Invitational. Oh, my God. It's the most depressing place Definitely. ever. Yeah. Yeah. And you contrast it even to, like, teams that lost in, like, another round. Like it's like you know like teams that lost in the losers bracket somehow like weren't even as sad because like the dream was over the first, already you know, it was already yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've already come to terms with that and I don't know I just I I just can't say enough great things about this place and I'm I'm so hashtag humbled and hashtag blessed and yeah. I I mean that unironically I really am to to be the the idea that I can even come to one of these things and now this is our second time coming. Um, it's it, it truly is a dream come true and and i just want to thank the maui invitational honestly for including us and, yeah. and i i hope our passion and our enthusiasm uh uh came through and in, in the podcasting and everything else we've done talking about this thing because it's incredible there's a lot of things that we do on this podcast that uh you know that the the fan or the person that listens may say oh that's dick you know these guys aren't that's not what they actually think or they're they're putting on airs or they're yeah like the hatred for duke for example yeah people are like this guy's <laughs> this guy's exaggerating you right there's no way he feels this way there's no way there's no the, way that he thinks coach case Satan. yeah right? there's yeah. no way yeah and there's i'm no like, way. Yeah, like there's no way there's <laughs> yeah, definitely no way yeah you're right uh, yeah no you're way. right there's no way jay billis there's no way um but yeah just in general the fact that we come to a place where you know you and i watched the maui invitational wanted to play in the maui invitational we wanted to, to to witness this in our professional careers when we were back at the Ringer. We were saying to ourselves, "Man, how how great would that be if we could go to a, to a Maui Invitational?" Um, and then the fact that we ended up becoming brand ambassadors for this tournament, the fact that we are in the building, we have access, we we have the, these yeah like moments where I mean, I'm sitting courtside in the Lahaina Civic Center for three games watching my alma mater play. Yeah, and I'm like, this is. Pinch me doesn't begin to describe it. It's like it's this is beyond. And, and then <laughs> after the game, I'm standing downstairs, and Chris Holtman's like, "Tate, you know, t you know, Texas Tech is the, they're going to be a tournament team, right?" And I'm just getting to talk to Coach Holtman. Yeah. And you would, you and I, uh, yesterday, we're, we're we're walking back, um, you know, at halftime, and Dan Schulman, who's like, I mean, Dan Schulman is the greatest play-by-play -play college basketball guy in my lifetime that I get to listen to. That I, I just like when he comes on, he's I'm number like, one. He has my attention. And the yeah. fact that he comes up, sees us, we don't, I mean, there's a lot, you know, we don't, I, I just want to keep walking. I don't want to get in the way of like the real professionals, right? He stops us, says, love your guys' work, you know, which he's, he's being nice and shakes our hand, looks us in the eyes. And you're like, this is someone that you look up to. This is someone that you have the utmost respect for that's on a different level that, that has the same appreciation, reverence for the sport that you love, that you grew up on, whatever, whatever. And they get that you're also... We're we're all moving in the same direction, right? I yeah. mean, we're we're all here because we love this. This is our this is religion. This is our yeah. this is this is yeah. bigger than than a lot of things in this life. And uh, to be in that building, to to have the intimacy with these great programs, with these great coaches, with these great players, with these great broadcasters, with these great hospitality people that are putting on the event that have been doing it for so long and so many years and have seen so many great teams and have such a, a knowledge of the game of basketball and want to talk to us about it because so do we. Yeah. And then the fans that come up to us. I mean, the amount of the friends of the program that, that came to this tournament, that came up to us, 
that told us their story of how they came here, that shook our hand, that that made a joke, said, I've been listening to teed up days, people wearing friends of the program yeah. shirts in the crowd. I mean, you don't understand. I mean, it's 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 the, the words can't describe how much it means because we do a show. We're, usually it's the two of us and sometimes Jim sitting in a room talking about basketball and you never know what. It, what it leads to in this world and the fact that it leads to a community and the fact that we can be a part of this community together. That's how we view it. We feel like we're all in this together and we're all moving uh, yeah. up the same stream yeah. and we're all talking about the same thing. And it's all because of a game that we all love. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. And to have a place like Maui and have a venue like the Lahaina civic center, it is beyond special. And there, there's not many things like it in sports. And yeah. I think that's, that's the, the takeaway every time that we come here and in, after having it taken away, like you said, for, for three years, it just means more. And I'm sorry, SEC, don't sue me, but it just means more in Maui. It really Musselman's does. banging on the Musselman door. Musselman right is now at the door. Oh, my well, God. Well, I guess I, like I, everything you just said uh, is is exactly why, I guess, I, I went crazy talking about Musselman a little bit earlier. Is because like yeah. there, there's, there's a sanctity to there's it. There's a sanctity to this place. And uh, I, I just want everybody that comes here every coach player fan otherwise to respect it because to it treat is, it like Wendy Billis, right? Yeah. Treat, 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 be, treat it like, be Wendy, like Billis. Wendy Billis. Be like Wendy Print Billis. Print those shirts. Be like Wendy Billis. <laughs> be like Wendy. <laughs> Dude, I was starstruck. I, I almost never get starstruck in my life. Uh, not to brag. I live in Los Angeles, Hollywood. Uh, I auditioned to be Kurt Rambis. So like, I, it's kind of like money. You know, duh. Yeah, money. It's like, it's a world I live in. Okay. I'm very familiar with, with the uh, world of celebrities. Um, I was starstruck on this Maui trip uh, by two different people. One was Wendy Billis. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> two different people. One was Jason Gardner, assistant coach of yeah. the Arizona Wildcats. I, I saw him sitting off to the side, and uh, during one of like he was getting ready for one of the games, and I was like, "Yeah, screw it, I'm gonna go do it." And I just went and shook it. I, I like blindsided him, and I was like, "I'm a huge fan of yours. Growing up in Central Indiana, you're you're a fucking you're legend, a legend, dude. Yeah. Your legend doesn't even begin to describe it." He's like. <laughs> What the hell's happening right now? Yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> so this man, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I have to say something because, yeah. like, your 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 blonde hair and your ankle high socks. I remember watching you at Arizona. Like, I, I I didn't even know Arizona basketball existed until Jason Gardner. That's not true. They won the title in '97, but uh, I was trying for the, to, for the sake high, of the story. That was yeah. hyperbole. Yeah, for the sake <laughs> yeah, of the story, it sounds good. Oh, uh, yeah. I uh, I I don't know. I remember like watching every Arizona game because whatever. And then Dan Schulman was the other one. Dan Schulman was like. Titus Tate, uh, you guys are doing great. Keep it up, whatever he yeah. said. I was like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> I don't, not, even, I don't remember what he said specifically because I blacked out. Because I was like, I was like, wait, Dan Schulman knows our knows our name. There's what not the a there's not a human being in college basketball media I hold in higher esteem than Dan uh, Dan Schulman. Yeah, there's not a single one. Yeah, that guy is that guy is the voice of college basketball. Absolutely. Yeah. No, so was, that was pretty cool. I mean, I miss <laughs> I miss Bill Walton. Obviously, if you're listening to the show, you heard Bill Walton. I mean, that I was three miss, years ago miss, that he I did our did our, pro, did our promo and everything. I mean, he is big way. Billy is, is <laughs> undefeated at this tournament, so we miss him. But uh, I mean, when you have when you have like legends of the game and you have legendary programs and you have a legendary setting, you only have legendary moments. And to be a part of it, a, a very small part, because we're humble. But to be a very small part of it, yeah. it is uh, a truly an honor, and uh, you can't really beat it. And the stories, 
that we have from this event just from this time around I know. is something that you stick with for a lifetime. Uh, next year's going to be even better, maybe. Oh, my God. And the next, next year, year the Tar Heels are coming. So, I mean, it's it only gets well, better. They're two years. The That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, the, the, next the, yeah, year yeah. next year is amazing, and then the next then year is even more amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting better. <laughs> and then Duke comes, and I don't come. <laughs> Duke comes, I'm out. <laughs> or I come here to boo. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that is, that's going to be fun when Duke comes oh here my to watch. <laughs> I mean, at least Kay won't be here. If Kay was here, I would be throwing up at everything. Do we event. know Kay won't be here? Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Kay what came? If Kay, what if he's here? He's like, I just want to go to Maui. Um, Final thoughts are uh, shout out to you for message for the haters bit with Coach Holman. That was, that was nice. Great. Yeah. That was great. You did it with Baylor Shireman, too, but it's yeah. just, during the press. Can, I, can I give some BTS on how that yeah. came to be? So yeah. I was standing in the hallway. I got to the. I came to the second half of the Ohio State game. I'm a bad friend. I didn't come to the first half, but I get to the second. It's okay, half. it was early. Nine thirty two. It's nine thirty two. I I came to the second half. I'm standing in the hallway. With, you know, we're, I'm just standing there. You know, I'm just like you were going to go in the press conference because you wanted to see Coach Holt or whatever, and I think you were going to ask a question. Anyways, you're already in the press conference. Coach Holtman's in the hallway. He's like Tate. You know, what do you think about Texas Tech? I'm like, eh, I think they're a really good team. They're their tournament team. Proud of you, Coach. Whatever. He's like, ask me whatever. And then he's walking to the press conference. He turns around. He's like, are you coming in to ask me the question? And I wasn't. He said I was that. not. I was not going to come in to ask the question. So you were a plant? I wasn't a plant, Dude. but he he uh, <laughs> he definitely he definitely was like, he was, he he was, was upset that I wasn't going to come in there and ask a message to the haters. So I came in there. I asked him. And uh, it was just it's funny because. He was laughing because he was like, wow, Tate actually came he in actually and asked did, yeah, he, he, actually, like, he, he actually He was like, I was kind of screwing around with him. But this man came in here and asked it. And, uh, I mean, Coach Holman's the best. Uh, he's, he's, tier, he's tier one for me after this he's week. Tier, let's do vibe update on okay. the coaches. Tier one. Um, I would have to agree, and I'm not, I, I know I'm biased, but also I'm just trying to be objective, man. Like, Holman stepped it up in, terms of, up. The, tier in terms of the vibes. Two in terms of the Maui street. vibes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he stepped it up. Cause like you said, man, he had like he had like one foot in the pool, and we we're like, jump in. I think he jumped in. He jumped in. I think he he's went swimming now. Yeah, he's swimming, and he's like, I'm having a great time. He he understands the Maui vibe. Uh, he's tier one. Um, who uh, Tommy Lloyd tier Tommy one. Tommy Lloyd is 100 percent tier one, which is easy though when you win the thing. But also, I think he was tier one anyway. He was, he tier was one already tier in. one. He was already tier one. Greg McDermott tier one. I think Greg McDermott gets bumped up into tier one. I think the 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 shoes he was wearing first of all that won me over with the so floral print on yeah. the i'm not a sneakerhead but like every so often i see some nike wearing. blazers for the for the sneakerheads he had nike blazers on with the with the floral light blue print which yeah. was crispy and then yeah. all the rest all the rest of his assistants and everyone trainers everything they all had blazers on but low top blazers with the light blue check i mean yeah. they and, and then they go light blue for the title game because i think yeah. creighton they were hanging around me a little bit too much yeah and they were yeah. like we thought we were duke but we kind of like being Carolina. We like being. We choose. We chose. They the switched right back and forth with their blues. Yeah, the Carolina blue. <laughs> the like we're, blue. we're gonna go Carolina. Um, no, I McDermott, and even even in defeat, uh, was gracious. He's, he's so great. Like he's he's such a great interview and such a like I don't know. Like he he. We we you you asked a great question at the press conference about like you, the Tate. turnover from the the game against Arkansas and how little time you had and yada yada. It could have been an easy answer for him to be like, yeah, it was tough, you know. But instead, yeah. he was like, we all he was like Arizona played in the late game, you know. We all have tough matchups. We all knew it'd be tough. Da da da. I mean, he just Greg McDermott. I wasn't I, I I will say this. I didn't come in this tournament like Greg McDermott's on my radar as one of those coaches. But if Greg McDermott gets hired from Creighton or whatever and goes to 
some let's say Kentucky, you know, some some mm. floundering program mm. like Kentucky. <laughs> um, just kidding, Kentucky fans. But you know, Greg McDermott is one of those guys where you're like, that's a good hire, right? And yeah. he's a freaking unit. Greg he McDermott. Is an I had so many people tweeting at me like. Can we get a unit report on Greg McDermott? Because they're like, they can see yeah, it. They see it on t- <laughs> see well, it on it's TV. also he's wearing that Tommy Bahama on the sideline, which looks like a freaking bed sheet that's yeah, like thrown yeah. over top of him. Yeah, um, it's helping. And you're just like wondering, is that a quadruple X? What, what goes? You're looking at your your significant other. You're like, honey, what goes? What, what's after quadruple? What yeah. <laughs> quintuple? What, what, is it quintuple? Is that what it is? <laughs> I love Greg sex, McDermott. Sex tuple? Is that after quintuple? <laughs> I'm just telling you this. The guy's tier one coach. Put yeah. him up there. Uh, Greg McDermott had great vibes. Mark Adams we had as the big winner pre-tournament. Yeah. I will say he slipped, but... Just going, based on results. It's kind of based on results, dude. It's like hard to be chummy and fun and all that when you when you lose twice. You know, you you, you come into this thing, you, you you're you're ranked coming in, and you leave going you leave one and two, and you lost to an unranked team, which Ohio State will be ranked in the next poll. But um, I don't think he did anything egregious. I think he was still uh, he he was still affable and you know a fun guy for the most part. Yeah. But like, but you can't, like you, gotta, said, you can't keep you up. Can't. You can't keep it up because if you do, then you start sounding like Kenny Payne. I yeah, mean, that, that's yeah. that's not what you want. Yeah. Um, who else is that? I mean, Muss. We already talked about. Uh, I think Muss is tier two. I mean, we're not going to knock him down any further than that. But he's definitely not tier one. So we'll knock him down to tier two. Really? I I, I'm putting. You're gonna him put in, him tier I, Z. I, I'm putting him tier Z. I'm sticking right. by it, dude. Because like, it, it, like I said, Maui vibes like zero. The, you 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 didn't bring the Maui vibes we wanted. You brought the exact opposite. And social media, this is a great example of why social media is such a farce. I mean, social media says he did bring the Maui vibes yeah. and he crushed it. Yeah. And that the people are, you know, they're like, will this man come back to Maui? We need him. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's the Moana. Of, he's the new Moana yeah, yeah. of Maui. That's not the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's knocked down a tier. Wes Miller. Dutcher, Wes Miller. Yeah, Dutcher just kind of held steady at the middle. Like I said, he's just yeah. kind of he's he's a goober, but like an affectionate goober. You know, like there's it's not an it's not a bad thing, but it's and also they should have like, won that game tonight. Yeah, they should have won that game. But like Dutcher's not a guy that's like, man, I can't wait to crack a beer poolside with him after this game. No, I'm not saying that to myself, but also I'm not like thinking he's a bad guy. If I did get stuck in a room drinking a beer with him, I'm not mad about it. Mm-hmm. Like he'd be fine. Um, so he's, he's drinking wine. Yeah, he's <laughs> he doesn't drink. He's like I'm allergic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll drink wine with him. Um, yeah, uh, that just about does it. Uh, mentioning my uh, on the thing. This is my actual final thought. I I asked my first ever press conference question to Greg like McDermott, it. and uh, boy, what a rush that was. Yeah, what an absolute rush that was. I am not a big J. I have I have teetered on the the edge of asking before. I think I've never done that right. Or have I ever done that? Do you ever remember me doing that? Not with that? me. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you maybe have on your own time, but not with me. I mean, you you. Uh, but now you I have like a vague well. memory of like. Maybe you did. Maybe I have a vague memory of doing this before, where I had like a. <laughs> you're, like, you're like you're like my first time. It's again. My first time. It was, yeah, it felt like my first time. Um, what a rush! That's dude. what she said. What a rush! <laughs> and then I I got I was so it was so addicting that I did it like. Greg McDermott comes in. I asked him about the turnover from, you know, having an emotional game against Arkansas. You got to turn around and play for a championship. Uh, you know, how do you keep your guys up? And, like, were you exhausted emotionally? All that sort of thing. Such a rush for me. My heart's beating a million times a second. Mm-hmm. Um, then they bring Tommy Lloyd in, and I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it. And I asked Tommy Lloyd about Benedict Matherin, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Where Are we starting the campaign? And uh, I was hoping for more of his – I was hoping for more of, like, Paolo Bancaro, never heard of him. 
type mm. answer from him, but he's he, you know he's a little too classy for that. No, he's. Uh, I, but I put it on a T for him. I was like, go go nuts, coach. Tell the world why Benedict. Matt he did say he's watching Pacers games though. So like at yeah. the end of the day, as a Pacers fan, you should be excited that Tommy Lloyd, head coach of the Maui champion Arizona yeah. Wildcats, is watching. The so Pacers. the Pacers got the Maui bump. Is what there you're you saying? go. Like transitive Pacers <laughs> as the transitive community. Yes, the Pacers got the Maui bump. All right, is that it? I think that's it. Maui. I mean, this is, our, this is the last time you'll hear us on the air from the island of Maui. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope it's a great uh, holiday for everyone. Most of you aren't even listening to this because you're celebrating with your family. So, if or maybe is, you are like fully. You're on the yeah. couch right now, and you, you're taking off your turkey eating pants, and you're just like, "What a great day!" Yeah, yeah. Maui maybe, bump. maybe you're like you, you needed to go on a walk to get away from your family, and that's why you're listening yeah. to this. Wild bags. To if you're doing, the, if you're yeah. listening right now, wild bags. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. You're a champ. Shout out to uh, shout out to all those people. Shout out to Big Wave Billy. Oh, um, man, we miss you. Can't wait to see you on the island again. And uh, shout out to uh, Paradise. Big games coming up, Team. by the way, uh, this weekend. We got uh, USA England on Friday. We yep. got Michigan Ohio State football yep. coming yep. up on Saturday. Yep. Uh, you know, yep. I mean, we'll be locked in for all that. We got the PK eighty five, and we'll be back in studio on Monday live from Los Angeles. Yeah, we are. We're, we're good. Yeah, the beat goes on. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take a little time off, fly back to LA, and uh, that'll be that. So, um, all right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. God bless you. God bless the Maui Invitational. God bless it. God bless uh, Big Wave Billy. Good night. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs>